Recording in progress. Oh, Lord. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Uh, hello. Good hello to all of our loyal listeners right here on hashtag uncensored. Censored. But censored. <laughs> kind of, sort of. Because we're back hybrid. on uh, it's another Hashtag week. hybrid. Hashtag hybrid. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. All right, Nina. Very clever. Uh, it's Thursday, July the 14th, and I'm here, yours truly, solitaire, yeah, right. DJ Reddy Fox, no better Nina. Uh, good hello, guys. Good, good hello. hello. What's up? How y'all doing this week? Yeah, it was okay. This week went by pretty quick, actually. It did, and I'm off this week, so I'm sad. You're off? You're, oh, you were off this week, and it went by yeah. too quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I just I had to use vacation days, so I took off. There's two weeks in the summer that I took off. So I'm off this week and it went by really fast. And now I'm like, what the heck? And you, ha- you were forced to take off? Uh, no, to- no, no, no. I just, I just did it because I, I, have, I have so much vacation time. I'm not going to not use it. Yeah. Do they not to, at your workplace tell you as well too, you have to use these or you're going to lose them kind of thing? No, yeah. uh, they can carry over for a certain amount of time. But, um, and then I think they pay it out if you don't use it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, the so, place yeah. that I work, they're like, yeah, you better use your vacation time. Otherwise, you're going to lose it. Yeah. Use it or lose it, huh? Yep. Yeah. So, how was your week, Solitaire? My week was uh, very busy. Lots of running around. I'm on a, you know, got some new projects and so on and so forth. I, I, I injured my other elbow. I don't know if you can oh, see. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you should. From softball, man. Uh, I got hit by a pitch. Get, like, this one's not as bad. Like, you got sensitive elbows, down, like, bro. You got huh? sensitive elbows, bro. No, no. I, I, you know, I cut a pitch off my elbow, man. Oh, okay. Mm. I'm tough. So what happened to the elbow the first time? What happened to it that caused it to swell? Oh, I bumped it. I, that one, I don't know. I still don't know what happened. That one was okay. nasty. Yeah. yeah, that one was nasty. Did you any, this did one's you, all right. Did you this ever take pictures and cool. post it on Instagram or whatever for people to see? No. He was embarrassed. Oh, okay. <laughs> are you asking me if i want to do that no i do not. no no because i'm saying for anybody listening to the podcast go to your instagram they and look. they could see a picture of your swollen elbow from like uh no no, no they cannot no. he didn't even no, want to show not. us okay. nope i i mean i showed you guys y'all saw yeah. it but i know oh uh, yeah so other than that yeah other than that i had a pretty you know pretty busy week i'm winding down uh this is probably the highlight of my week and then tomorrow i have some other things that i got to do but uh you know i'm having a I'm doing all right, you know, maintaining. I had a really bad allergic reaction to mosquito bites, actually. That happened. Mm, Okay. I don't know what's been happening since 2020 or last year. What happened in 2020? I don't know. Every time I get bit by mosquitoes, it happened when I was a kid, too. But every time I get bit by mosquitoes, it's like really bad. Like you can kind of see the red dots here now. Right. But before it was like an extra bicep on my arm and my legs, it was like welts on my legs. Like it was bad. Let me see. I think. I have you always been allergic to mosquito bites? And by the way, oh. when I asked what happened in 2020, your answer was supposed to be everything. Cause oh. 2020 was the start of all this fuckery. See that? Yeah. Being outside. Okay. So she's showing, oh, us, wow. she's showing us pictures like, of her mosquito bites and they don't look good. That looks like really poison bad. ivy. Like, and this is like my leg. Yeah, it's bad. They were like welted up. So foot and mouth, like mosquito bites. Yeah, mosquito bites. Like, what the fuck is going on, man? What else? You hurt your back at the gym. I hurt my back really bad. <laughs> You've been going through I it. I sprained Nita. my ankle a couple of weeks ago too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you ever? Did you ever talk about the gardener that nearly killed himself? Or <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't talk about that. Solitaire, I should do you, talk about that. 
Do you remember that? Okay, we have a bit of time. Listeners, so much crazy shit has happened with Nina, and even stuff that's not even part of her family still happens. That's crazy yeah. shit. That gets you... Can You guys will appreciate this story before we start the radio show. Solitaire, do you remember this story? I vaguely remember, remember the kid, this. The kid oh, came to my house. Okay, so Nina. Okay. So my life is a simulation. I figured that out. So basically what happened is this, my dad hires someone to come do some, I don't know, something in the backyard. Okay. This kid shows up and uh, he like, like landscaping or something. Yeah. Something like that. Pulling out weeds or something. I don't know. So whatever he goes and then he goes to his truck. He's about to get started. And me and my sister were outside in the front. So we come inside and we close the door and then all of a sudden we hear this like, knocking on the door like, on rapidly. The door. <laughs> yeah we're like what the fuck so i go and open the door and it's the kid and he's like oh, i i just cut myself um my hand is bleeding i, I think i have to go and we're oh, like yeah. uh i'm like dad and my dad's like okay and my dad thought he was faking it so my dad's looking at him my dad's like uh okay and i'm like no dad just let him go like look there's blood on his hand and like i guess he tried to stop it like by putting it to his mouth so there was blood like on his mouth and stuff too <laughs> and my dad's like okay um he's like my sister's like wait you need to put pressure on it so my dad goes okay we can drive you to the hospital i don't know what is wrong so that's my dad i, I wonder anyways he goes we can drive you to the hospital so my but sister's you said like he was bleeding like, profusely like it was yeah, blood it was, was everywhere it was like it was it was a gash like he said he could see his bone like it was in between his like thumb and his finger but he said he saw his bone like it was bad so it's like dripping everywhere and then my sister's like okay put pressure on it so she goes to grab like uh like i don't know some towels and stuff and she's trying to put pressure on it then he goes and sits on the grass and my dad's bandaging it up before we take him to the hospital and then the kid starts going oh uh, i feel really dizzy i feel really dizzy my dad's like hey don't worry we're gonna go to the hospital soon i'm like throwing him water I'm like take some water (laughs) so then my sister goes dad i can take him because you're working and she he's like okay so he gets in the car and my sister starts reversing out the driveway i close the door because i'm like all right they're going to the hospital now all of a sudden i hear this honking on the driveway and i'm like what the fuck i run outside my sister's like nina help the kid is in the front seat he's like seizing almost like his head his eyes are rolling back his head's like moving around i'm like holy shit i'm like no get out i'm like we're calling a fucking ambulance i don't know why we didn't do them in the first place he gets up because i'm tapping i'm like stay awake stay awake and then i open the door he gets out when he gets up he pissed himself all in the front seat of our car so there's a giant puddle of piss in the front seat of the car oh, oh. and he gets up oh my and keep God, in mind he's, he's like 20 20 years old so he gets That's up madness. and my dad's like trying to carry him out my dad thought it was sweat the whole time honestly thank god because he probably would have gotten mad in the spot if he found it it was pissed but the kid tries to wipe it off and then i'm like no just go sit on the grass so he goes to sit down call the ambulance ambulance comes after so yeah we tell my dad i'm like you need to get the car detailed like right now and he's like why it's just sweat i'm like me and my sisters look at each other we're like are you stupid did you not see the back of his shirts and he got so mad he's like oh my god he's like i'm getting a detail i'm giving the bill to his boss which he did and then like they paid for it so, so that's like... the only thing he was upset about was the piss on the seat of his car now that exactly. this kid almost dying from bleeding yeah to death. like literally i was like oh my god thank god <laughs> oh, my man. sister were there because it he probably would have made the kid and we worse. got that story in whatsapp messages <laughs> and it was hilarious hilarious anyways yeah pretty so, crazy times all right so that's pretty much 
Oh, Nina used up. We should have story time with Nina, like the <laughs> be, beginning yeah, of every show. week. We I could alternate. We, we could alternate. No, no better take with story time with Nina. Whenever <laughs> there's a big breaking Nina story, well, she can't tell. She's not going to want to tell personal stuff on the radio. Yeah, or but I'm saying when there is, when there is, because you know, there's going to be a breaking story at least once a month with Nina. We can, <laughs> we can, we can replace no better take with uh, story no time. With we could definitely uh, share it in the podcast. But we are about to start the show, and this is going to be on the radio everybody so even if you missed the podcast or you want to check out the show on saturday mornings from 10 to 12 we will be back on vibe so we are back to our full radio format um for listeners who've been listening from the beginning will know but if you've just been listening recently since we've only been doing the podcast version this is the full version that we're doing for the radio which airs saturday mornings 10 a.m on vibe 105 so all right so yeah, without further ado, one quick housekeeping uh, thing ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, time checks, could you do it in uh, WhatsApp? Is that too much trouble? Uh, I don't think so. It'd just be easier. I've got uh, the way my, you know, the way uh, the way my bank account is set up. You know, <laughs> I got to deposit into the checkings and then I got to transfer it over to the savings. And, and right. anyway, yeah, just do okay. it in there. Okay. All right. So hopefully the music doesn't throw you off too much. No, nah, I'm ready. Okay, so uh, actually start the second after you hear the music, okay? Yeah, I guess I was going to say. I'm right. going to wait to hear the music and then I'm going to Okay, as soon as, the, as soon as the beat kicks, literally half a second and then get going, okay? Yeah. Okay, so. And I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll go with three, two, one. Nope. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, okay, here we go. It's okay. Yeah, no, the sausage I... is being made right now, ladies. Uh, I, I was going to say. I don't care. Listen, I just didn't have the music pulled up ready it's to all... play. Yo, okay, here we go. Ready? Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is Saturday, July the 16th, 2022, in case you forgot what year it is. And you are listening to Vibe 105's own hashtag right here on Vibe 105, number one for hip-hop, R&B, and the culture yours truly solitaire dj ready fox no better nina we're back today's episode just to give you a quick rundown we got a lot of things to cover we're in the middle of a seven wave ladies and gentlemen like it or not covid continues uh if you are a rogers subscriber you know what happened last week rogers blackout of course we got some music news T-Pain spills a pretty controversial opinion. We got Black-owned Spotlight, of course, hashtag sports and no better take. But right about now, ladies and gentlemen, yours truly, Solitaire, DJ Ready Fox, No Better Nina. We are in the building. Good morning, compatriots. Good morning. We are back. Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good hello. Good hello. Good morning. You guys thought you got rid of us, but we are back. That's right. That's right. And what a hiatus it's been. How how, how are y'all doing? How have y'all been? Are y'all outside? Are y'all still staying inside? Have you guys caught COVID again yet? No. I've never I know, caught COVID again, we never okay. got it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. He's, he's looking. He's looking for sympathizers. Gosh, we never. Got he's it. actually contaminated one. I don't want somebody to say in it. my house got it, and nobody else in the house got it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that was interesting. Yeah. Wow. Unfortunately, I caught it as well too. So while we've been off. Um, I had a tussle with, with the big C <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> while we were, yeah. while we were on break and stuff and solitaire, you are still untainted pretty much too. I, I am still, I still remain clean. <laughs> I am I clean and uncontaminated. Except, 
I got everything except for COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Nina's been, <laughs> Nina's been going through a lot. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's been a crazy time, and there's obviously a lot of stuff that we have been up to, but we don't necessarily have the time to go into all of that right now because we got a radio show to do. Radio show to do. We're super excited to be back on the air. And um, yeah, man, we definitely want to hear from you. Remember, continue to follow us. It's been a little slow, but we're going to pick it up. Our social media. We are called Hashtag, right? Yeah. So make sure you check us out at Hashtag Vibe 105 on Twitter and Instagram. I will be actually tweeting some of the stuff that's relevant to the show. We'll be tweeting all the links. So look forward to that on our Twitter page for the stories that we have discussed on the show today. If there's anything that you wanted a little digger, a uh, little deeper dive on, make sure you go to our <laughs> <laughs> a little digger. If you want to ah! dig a little deeper. That's the that's the you know that's the element of live radio. But if you want a deeper dive into some of the stories, make sure you follow our Twitter page. We'll try our best to tweet out the links as the show goes on, or if not after the show, make sure you check it out. All right. So uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into this week's round of our headlines according to hashtag. It's time for Have You Heard. A look at this week's headline news. Let's go! Hashtag presents Have You Heard? Only on Vibe 105. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of stuff going on around the city this weekend. So you're going to want to be aware of traffic trouble coming up. Also during this segment of Have You Heard? We've got a Pearson Airport update for all of my people who are itching to get back out there traveling around the world. Also, there's plenty of stuff going around the city, going on around the city nowadays. Uh, this weekend is jam-packed with activities. Last but not least, unfortunately, you can dodge it, you can avoid it, you can conspiracy theory all you want. But apparently, ladies and gentlemen, we are in the middle of another COVID wave. It's the seventh wave and not the cool kind. Seven. All right. So uh, before we get to that big story, let's start off really quick with some quick bites. Uh, for those of you who are going to be out and about the city, you've got kids that you got to take out and keep active, or if you're just trying to get out there and be active this week, it's going to be a crazy time for traffic. I don't know if you've noticed it already. Uh, you're not really driving, but uh, Nina, have you noticed the increase in traffic around the city right now that now that everybody's outside, we're in full-fledged summer mode? I feel like it's just always traffic, so it all feels the same to me. But uh, the other day, actually, I was driving on the 401 at 12.30 in the afternoon, and it was jam-packed. And I was like, what the? Yeah. I can't say. <laughs> yeah. Well, you Ready know. Fox, you must be super aware of what's going on in traffic around the city. I would think so, since I kind of do that during my day job. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. this guy's like, yeah, you take the transit ready. So you wouldn't know much about traffic. I was like, What? What? <laughs> I don't know He's what's like happening in traffic. <laughs> Are you crazy? Yes, it's been busy. It's gotten worse. And it's going to be horrible this weekend because oh. I can even tell you the Lakeshore is closed this weekend both ways between yeah. Strawn and British Columbia for the Honda Indy. And that closure is ongoing all weekend until Monday morning. But yeah. you didn't know that, Solitaire. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I did because I was just about to talk about oh, that okay, for sure. my first story. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so there's a series of events festivals road work especially construction going on all around the city so if you're trying to get around make sure you go to our twitter page at hashtag vibe 105 I've, tw I've tweeted a link to information about all the road closures that are happening around the city and i was just gonna say you know what it's nice for the fact that it's it feels like normal toronto again 
during yeah, the summer. True. Isn't that's it true? true? Like, like we had a Salsa on St. Clair happen, I think, just a yeah. little while mm-hmm. ago and stuff. And Afrofest happened last weekend yeah, as well. Yeah, so it just feels like things are finally <laughs> starting to kind of get back to normal, and then you're going to ruin all the fun when you're going to talk about the seventh wave <laughs> well, <laughs> later let's, on. So. But let's just crawl saying, there. Let's, I'm not, just let's not run there. It's actually nice that it's busy in the city again because we pack in so much fun in the yeah. summertime because, you know, we have such long winters or it feels long or whatever. So it's just nice yeah. that things feel back to normal again. Yep, absolutely. I mean, there's lots, like I said, lots of going on. <laughs> lots of, there's a lots of stuff going on right now. Already <laughs> uh, just mentioned, of course, the Honda Indy Toronto is making its return after a two-year pandemic hiatus, which mm-hmm. means if you are trying to drive anywhere downtown around the CNE, just don't, just don't go anywhere down there. It's crazy. Unless you're Southbound going to the Honda Lane. Indy. What's that? Unless you're actually going to the Honda well, Indy. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, uh, just a quick aside, I, I don't know if I could stay at the Honda Indy for a whole day. I think I'm better off watching things like that on TV. Have, have you ever been downtown while it's happening or at least like... What even is it? Just cars racing? Yeah, it's... A, it's... <laughs> yes, Nina. Yes, it's, Nina. It's just cars racing. It's just racing. cars racing, Nina. You are absolutely right. Just regular ass cars <laughs> racing down the street. But it's so loud. If you're oh, downtown, yeah. it, you could be, I don't know, like halfway from the CNE and you could still hear... The cars, like the engines and all that stuff, it's so loud. The Honda and I is. live in Liberty City, so I, I'm not. I'm definitely looking forward to not being downtown when you're it's gonna, happening. Yeah, if you're down there, you're gonna hear it for sure. Yeah. So for those of you uh, who are going to be heading down there, uh, you're gonna want to try to maybe park and take transit because southbound lanes of Strawn Avenue between Fleet Street and Lakeshore Boulevard West will be closed. Uh, they have been closed and will be closed until 11.59 p.m. on Sunday, July the 17th. And Lakeshore Boulevard West between Strawn and British Columbia Road will also be off limits to motorists from 9 p.m. tonight until Monday, July the 18th at 1 a.m. Nice. Also, also happening this Saturday is the annual Festival of India Parade, and that's leading to closures at Edward Street between Bay and Young. Wow. Uh, and southbound Young Street from Edward Street to Queens Key West from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Mm. So if you're listening to this and you're on your way downtown, you probably avoid that. But it should be cleared up around 12.30. Honestly, I also- would say if you're going downtown this weekend with all the stuff that's going on and you're going to mention a few more things happening, probably best to just take transit. Really and truly. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, That would yeah, be better. Like, again, I guess I'm, I'm assuming parking is going to be super expensive. Gas is already expensive, as we know. And yeah. stuff. So with all these closures ongoing, and you're going to mention a few more, but um, maybe just take transit, people. Just yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like most people who are going to be a part of these festivities will be taking transit most likely. And if you're not, uh, I no. feel sorry for you because you're not going to get anywhere quick. You better take but, some notes while Solitaire's talking now. So I'm just telling yeah. you, take some mental notes. So also the big on Bloor Festival will be happening on Bloor Street West between Dufferin and Lansdowne. And that area will be closed from 8 a.m. as of yesterday until 3 a.m. on July 18th. And Bloor Street West between Jane and Ruddymaid will be closed from 5 a.m. until 11.59 p.m. And uh, also happening is the Junior Carnival Parade. So if you're in Scarborough out there at McLevin Avenue between Sewell's and Nielsen Road, sorry for all my Scarborough people if I'm pronouncing that wrong. My apologies. (laughs) Uh, But they will be closed... uh, 
from Nielsen Road to McLevin to Finch Avenue uh, off limits today from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. All right. And don't forget, there's also the active TO program that's happening all around the city. Active TO allows restaurants and bars to create a pavilion on the street. So there will be resulting some closures this weekend as well. I've never heard of Big on Bloor. Neither have I. And it's been ongoing. Uh, for, I. It's been ongoing for 15 years. I'm looking at their Instagram account right now while you're talking yeah. about it because I was like, "Big on Bloor." Yeah, I've never heard of this, and it's been going on for 15 years. Yep, that's crazy. It's always crazy when you find out new things that are happening about your. Uh, well, relatively, you just found out like it's new, but it's been going on for years. Yeah. So Trust if me. if you want to check out their Instagram, Big on Bloor Fest at Big on Bloor Fest, and um. Yeah, no, this looks like an actual really cool festival. It really does. So It's because it's about books? Is that why? No, it's not about books. It's like just a festival of art and culture. It's celebrating 15 big years with patios, art games, marketplace, multiple stages and stuff. That sounds Ready, like a cool me, thing. So. Let me find out, Ready. You going back outside? You going back outside? Oh, no, Ready, no. Watch? But the listen, I'm going to wait until we're into the 12th wave. <laughs> why lucky we're in lucky number seven now lucky number seventh wave okay yeah. so lucky. now's the time to go out is what you're saying because the, the eighth wave might be a bit too much yeah well i don't think we'll get there lucky number seven it's gonna end so this is it this is the last wave is what you're saying yeah okay let's yeah. save the wave discussion until we get to the COVID update okay but before we get to that all my travelers out there who are concerned about all the news highlighting the delays and all the trauma that's happening for travelers at pearson airport Behold, things are actually going to be improving and are getting better, according to the president and the CEO of the Greater Toronto Airport Authority. The situation may finally be starting to resolve itself. Mm. So if you haven't heard, if you're not a traveler and don't plan on going anywhere, travelers have been complaining on social media about long lines, canceled flights, lost luggage. Um, some politicians have been trying to put it all on Justin Trudeau, saying that he needs to implement some immediate solutions uh, the GTAA said that in the past four weeks, planes hold, uh, plane holds upon arrival have dropped from an average of 33 minutes in April to just over 16 minutes last week of June. And 82% of passengers screened at departures going through uh, the process in 15 minutes or less, something that the GTAA adds is well below pre-pandemic standards. Mm. So uh, wait times at security and customs have improved due to hiring of new staff, but the GTAA adds that even more staff is needed to deal with peak travel times. Mm. Does this make you reconsider traveling now? Ready, Fox, I know what your answer is, so I'm going to just say no for you thank you sir thank you thank you sir i appreciate that i figured i'd spare you but nina i appreciate it does this uh make you reconsider your traveling plans at all um like yeah the delays definitely uh made me kind of like weary in terms of like like traveling right away because it's like everyone's just trying to do the same thing at once and then to get to your gate and find out something's canceled i would be really angry Mm. so like yeah like i definitely i like I'm okay with waiting, to be honest. It's crazy, yeah. Like people, have, I've seen so many stories about people with like the whole lost luggage and canceled flights and sleeping overnight at the airport. Yeah. If even if I were planning on traveling and I saw this stuff happening in the news, I would reconsider my plans. I really would. Hundred percent. So well, well, let's see. Uh, hopefully, they will get better and better as things go on. They've hired some new staff, so that should bring the wait times and all the trauma down over there. 
Last but not, well, actually second last story, a couple of things to do this weekend in Toronto. If you are looking for some activities, uh, I'll give you a couple of suggestions. One of the things that's happening that I'm super excited about is the return of the Afro-Caribbean farmers market. Ladies and gentlemen, that was started last year during the pandemic and continues this year due to its tremendous success. And that will be happening weekends, Saturdays from July 9th to September the 17th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And that will be at the location at 1856 and 1993 Keel Street. So this thing started during the pandemic last year? Yeah. And it was successful? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Why? You you sound doubtful. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's, it's a tough thing to start something in the midst of all of everything that's been happening, but I guess 2021. Was well, I mean, it's, them. it's a farmer's market. It's outdoor and it's supporting Afro-Caribbean farmers okay, and, good. and, and, uh, and businesses that are sell. you know, you can sell, you know, you can go there and buy some, some uh, cosmetics or you can go there and buy some handmade goods. This is another so thing was- I didn't hear about. Oh yeah, we I, I mentioned it. I definitely mentioned it on one okay. of our podcast episodes. Okay. Pretty dope. I had I got a chance to check it out once, but I definitely am looking forward to going more so this year. The new location, the one at Keel Street, is actually the one that started this year because of the success at the original location, which is at Eglinton Avenue West and Oakwood Avenue, known as Reggae Lane in Little Jamaica. Boop, boop, boop. Hopefully it stays there <laughs> when they <laughs> when they <laughs> renovate it. <laughs> and that will be on Sundays from July third to september the 25th from 11 a.m to 3 p.m and it's free admission admission. yeah that's good free admission that's good man and for more information about that you can go to afrocaribbeanfarmersmarket.com that's the website all right last but not least ladies and gentlemen if you haven't felt it we're on a wave not a good one it's a bad one it's a seventh wave of COVID nineteen. This wretched, wretched disease that was it a disease? Sorry, virus that wretched. is staying with us. It's wretched. It's can super I, wretched. Can, before you right. continue on, can we? Should we stop just counting? Like, I don't. No, it's more fun yeah. this way. It's more fun. I like okay. to know how far we are. I, I, I want to know how many times this uh, this virus can uh, can uh, change itself around to evade boosters. It's very versatile. And, yeah, it is very versatile. So yeah. Ontario Chief Medical Officer of Health, Dr. Kieran Moore, held a, a news conference on Wednesday. Uh, and according to public health officials, Quebec and Ontario, SADS, has entered into a seventh wave of the pandemic as of last week. A new wave of COVID-19, words that I never thought I would utter again. I'm some dev- I'm so devastated. COVID-19 is sweeping across Canada again with the Omicron BA5 subvariant that is driving up transmissions, uh, particularly in Ontario and Quebec. Some provinces are expanding eligibility for the fourth dose of the vaccine. I believe in Ontario, uh, as of July 14th, this past Thursday, all adults aged 18 to 59 who have had a third shot at least five months ago, that would be me, or three months since a COVID-19 infection, that would be ready. Still <laughs> sitting on two. Still sitting on two. <laughs> sitting on two. Well, if you are one of those categories, you will be eligible for a fourth shot. New waves of the pandemic are expected to come <laughs> every three months. Mm. This is according to Dr. Moore. You are the bearer uh, of bad news, Solitaire. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Vibe 105 listeners. Listen, I, whether or not you believe... In this 
seventh wave of COVID-19 or not. Guess what? Nowadays, it's completely up to you. But these are the facts according to the health officials. Nina, do you believe um, that there's a seventh wave? Yeah. Okay. I just, I feel like it's transformed itself into, actually, I can't say that because it affects different people different ways. But for me personally, maybe because I'm vaccinated, I feel like it just has transformed itself into just another cold. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you say, so you say. What but about I'm you? not a scientist or a doctor. So. Exactly. Yeah. You got to put that, you got to put that ex- disclaimer on I'm just on a there. radio personality. But you know, I've, uh, I've definitely uh, uh, encountered a couple of people who have gotten the new variant. They caught COVID again and they're, they had their three boosters and they had COVID previously. So mm. the, the duration between you catching it, they say you have like an immunity after you've had it. Apparently that's been significantly reduced. So there's people who've had it back to back. It's been kind of crazy. So are you guys going to get the fourth shot? Yeah, sure. I'll get the third. <laughs> oh yeah. You're, you're still only two. Nina, you going to get the fourth shot? You know what? I did see somewhere that like it's um um like you're going to have to get them every so often in order yeah. to continue fighting it. Like how you do with the flu shot. So I, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to it. Yeah. Well, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of people who will be hesitant to go back and get this fourth shot. I'm a little bit hesitant. Like I said, pretty much with the first vaccine, I'm not going to be first, but I'm not going to be last. Yeah. So um, do what's best for you. But I would say take some precautions, at least try to be safe, maybe not be outside as much. Um, because we are in seventh wave. That is the reality. And ladies and gentlemen, that's all we have time for for this segment of Have You Heard? We got some bills to pay. We'll be right back after these messages. Stay tuned to hashtag right here on Vibe 105, number one for hip hop, R&B, and the culture. Yeah. I've been trying my best. Anytime I hear like a like a I have a co- um, CP24 on on the ra- uh, on the TV, mm. and in COVID news, I immediately change the channel. I'm like, <laughs> oh. but it's becoming more and more unavoidable. Clearly, we are in the throes of this seventh wave. But I again, I'm just watching the hospitalizations and like people who are like becoming significantly ill from this before i really start to panic because they've already we didn't get a chance to cover it in the in the um in the segment but there's already calls for for people to start masking up again and for the government Mm -hmm. to start imposing some more masking mandates and encouraging physical distancing and all that sort of you know what the government said to that nope outside baby but listen i understand it's it is not it's no longer a health issue. It's a political issue. And and if you if they do it, it's almost like it's political suicide. It takes a strong politician to to not listen to the voices of people who are dissenting mm. uh, or who are kind of, you know, really not looking forward to these measures being implemented again. Everybody wants to be outside. But I feel like, yeah, I think Reddy Fox, you you, you discuss it on the page. I think it I think they should start to implement some of these policies again. I don't know how I feel about it, but at least masking. Okay, so when we come back from the break, why don't you at least finish asking these questions that we didn't get to ask? Um, okay. Because I need a little time to set up the the music cues for, like, because we're coming in from a bed, and then I have to bring down the bed, and, br- like, it's a whole thing that I'm doing on this side, so I need 
maybe like gotcha. yeah. three minutes or so of banter or whatever. So, you know, we yeah. just, you, I don't know how you want to set it up for when we come back to be like, you know what, we didn't get a chance to ask a couple of these questions in regards to it. Like, do you feel like, you know, maybe we should re I'll, I'll start off with uh, the, the Ontario, will Ontario bring back <clears throat> restrictions to... Yeah, in light of the fact that. that we were just talking, yeah, you could say... Yeah. And when you come back, just be like, we're back. Uh, hashtag vibe 105. No more good mornings. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah just, no more good mornings. <laughs> yeah, and just be like, you know, you know, we were just talking about it before the break about the seventh wave. And, uh, you know, we just wanted to just wrap up that conversation real quick by talking about the fact that numbers are going up. But, you know, is there an appetite or a willingness in the public to, you know, mm. re-implement some of the mandates that we had in the past, maybe? shut down some gyms and schools and stuff or whatever. No! I, I only said gyms just to trigger Nina, just to trigger her. Because I knew I was, I would have started with restaurants and with schools, but she would be like, I don't care. Just as long as the gyms stay open. So that's why I purposely mentioned gyms just to trigger Nina. Uh, <laughs> and it, it was, worked. It Give me worked one second, like one second. Oh, Today okay. I was at the gym and my, uh, one of my like gym gym bros i guess sure. um i was like walking I, I was like in the back of the gym and then i turned around and i saw him and i was like oh hi comes up to me after i do my leg extensions and he's and he's much younger too but he's like he's like with all due respect like i don't mean this disrespectfully at all but like when i saw you in the back of the gym i was like who is that and then he turned around and i was like oh shit this is awkward it's nina <laughs> i'm like oh thank you that's very motivating because that means whatever i'm doing is working <laughs> sure yeah and uh, he that was his way of uh, seeing you're attractive and stuff so but was that who was that somebody hit on you at the gym no he did not no, hit one, on of my, her. one of my like gym bros i guess you could call him he's much younger than me but he i was standing in the back of the gym and he walked and i turned around and said hi and then he came up to me later and said like when he first saw me from the back, he was like, who is that? <laughs> then I turned around and he's like, oh, shit. He shot his shot. He shot his shot. No, 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 no. It wasn't like that. He's way younger. He's way younger. Like, hey, we, talk about, we talk about his actual gym crush all the time. It's okay. Not me. So right. you just mentioned he has a gym crush. Let me ask you this, because I've had conversa conversations or arguments with people about this in the past. Is the gym a good place or not to try to hit on someone or to try to talk to somebody? I think now that it's happened to me, I think like, no, not with this. Sorry. It's happened to me yeah, 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 times no, yeah, before, yeah. but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, you know why for me, the reason I think it is, is because like, I also want someone who goes to the gym regularly yeah, and like is kind of living a similar lifestyle in that aspect. So I don't necessarily think it's a bad place, but I get how some girls, when I first started going, I wouldn't want anyone to talk to me. Now I don't care. But when I first started, yeah, I would not want anyone to talk to me. Okay. And you agree with her solitaire. I think it really it's it's time, place, and circumstance that determines mm -hmm. more so than where you are. Mm -hmm. I think it's the time and the place and the circumstance. Well, not necessarily the place, sorry, the time and the circumstance. In general, I think you can though, meet anybody anywhere. It just oh, really? depends on what the circumstances are. At a funeral? Workplace. At a funeral? <laughs> At a funeral. I mean, if you watch the yeah. wedding crashers, it's possible. It's wedding possible. crashers. You remember when he crashes, when he started picking up girls at funerals, they would crash oh, weddings and then he... I, never I don't remember that, but okay. Yeah, no, it's, well, a it's a stupid reference to a right. hilarious uh, movie. Well, I, I disagree with you guys. I don't think you should, but... You, uh, but you, I have a you, gym... You, okay, what about if it's me? I have a gym crush and I'm trying to work up the courage to go talk to him when I okay, see him Okay, you know what though? The It's different if it's the girl hitting on the guy Asking versus the guy. the guy hitting on the right? girl because... 
that's just maybe I don't know what's that's a, sexist. But it's an imbalance in our society where I girls, get what you're saying. Girls get does... hit on all the time in almost every setting. And yeah. the gym is one of those places where you already know that they're there just because they want to work out or do whatever. Like they're not the unless you're literally like Drake or Brad Pitt, you probably shouldn't <laughs> so do talk it. To the girl. I'm just saying. I, well, let's save this for a, for a no better take because this is obviously yeah, a longer conversation. That's a good than idea. We okay, good idea. No, yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Well, because uh, I think there's a, definitely a conversation to be had because I that's think that's a good that, idea. Uh, I'm putting that down in my notes. Yeah. Inappropriate yeah, I mean, or appropriate places. What everywhere. are inappropriate places to hit on somebody? So not just gyms, because to me, also funerals <laughs> work would not be apparently. a good place. Work is work is definitely a place too where you probably shouldn't hit on somebody. I think. But yeah, it just depends. It depends on your character, man. If you if you actually are comfortable and accountable and can accept rejection and still be professional, yeah. Then I don't think I don't think you should have a problem being honest. If you if somebody strikes you, the thing is, it's so hard to find a relationship and somebody to be with and spend time with. I don't think you should you should limit place yourself. Restrictions on where you have the opportunity to meet that potential person. Your I don't person, think you should, you know but I think it it like like. What about in an AA meeting? <laughs> I think that's probably you know how many people I think probably meet at those at those things. There's okay. people who probably go to AA. But I think the place does determine the kind of person you're going to meet. Oh, oh, of course. So what do you say to her? Like, do you want to go out for water sometimes? <laughs> do you want to go out to eat? They can eat, oh, you know. Oh, that's right. They sure, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Water. He's, he said water. I know the finest watering holes in the city. Oh, okay. They can eat. They'll kill me. Okay. I'll bring the Perrier. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Lord. All right, so do you want to get back into it? Let's roll. Okay, so we're going to get back into the radio show. And again, I don't know, take about five minutes if you want to um, ask the... Three to five. I'll, I'll go into the fact that they're not planning on bringing back public health restrictions. That's fine. And But again, maximum five minutes, mister. Maximum. I'm, following, I'm, I'm keeping a, a watch on your timer here. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Yep. Okay. Welcome back to the show. It's hashtag every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. It's been a while. 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. right here on Vibe 105, number one for hip-hop, R&B, and the culture. Yours truly, Solitaire, DJ, Reddy Fox, No Better Nina. We're having a conversation. Before the break, we were talking about the fact that we are in a seventh wave. <laughs> and if this was hip-hop, we need to the stop seventh counting. wave would be on fire. Be like, ooh, we on that seventh wave. But no, not when it comes to COVID-19. We are in the middle of a seventh wave, especially in Quebec and Ontario. And according to the Chief Medical Officer of Health, Dr. Kirian Moore, the province is not planning on bringing back public health measures like mask mandates across the province. Mm. Nina, what do you think about that? What would your decision be, you think, if you were the position? If you were a doctor... And you and you and you had a scientific background. <laughs> what would be your choice on bringing back public health Bro. measures that have proven to be unpopular, even with people who have been vaccinated and who believe in the science and listen to the? <sighs> I disagree leaders. that it was unpopular, but go on, Nina. I'm the wrong person because my scientific backgrounds not go past I think the tenth grade, maybe eleven. <laughs> Anyways, um, well, okay, let me put it to you this way: Can I give you an example? So 
Uh, two weeks ago, we went to the first family wedding in like years, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody somewhere obviously had COVID because yes. my sister caught it. My hmm. so we were all sitting at the same table. All these people who caught it. My sister, you my kn- cousin. You know pregnant. who had it, don't you, Nina? No, I don't. Okay. But we think we think we do now. Okay. But my sister caught it. My cousin caught it, and she's pregnant. My uh, her parents caught it. They were sitting at our table as well. But then me, my mom, and my cousin's husband, we were also sitting at the table, and we didn't get it, which was weird. Which which vaccine do you have running through your system again? There, Pfizer. <laughs> Pfizer. Okay. Number but one, they baby. Too. So it's kind of I don't know. It was kind of weird, but um, yeah. And then I, I messaged my cousin, uh, the one whose uh, brother's wedding it was. And I told her, because we were supposed to meet up this week, and I'm like, let's just wait. And she's like, bro, she's like, everybody got it. She said her and her dad got it, but her brother who got married didn't get it, and her mom didn't get it. And they were obviously at the wedding. All the family friends got it. A bunch of other cousins got it. Like, one person just spread the fire through everything. They probably have the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. But yeah, so I don't know when it comes to masking, it's like you, you get in situations like that and it's like, yeah, we wish people were wearing a mask, but then it's like, I like, and it, it, that could have prevented it. But at the same time, like I'm also outside and I'm, I'm not really, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not really masking anymore. And yeah, knock on wood. I'm, I'm good. I'm ready. Let me ask you, let me ask you really quick before we, uh, before we get to politics as usual, <laughs> And I feel like I'm asking, um, preaching to the choir here. Do you think the government and the doctors are being irresponsible with resisting re-implementing health measures at this point? Sort of, a little. Like, the numbers mm-hmm. are going up. And the thing that, uh, I don't know if you mentioned this, that uh, Dr. Moore said in his um, press conference is that, you know, he's keeping an eye on the numbers. And if it gets to the point where it's going to start stressing the health system, then they're going to, you know, re-examine the idea of re-implementing mandates and stuff and i'm like so you want to wait until things get bad basically is what i'm saying instead of trying to prevent things from getting bad by implementing the mandates in the first place and i also disagree with you saying that they're unpopular they were unpopular for a small but very loud segment of our of our population because most of everybody especially in 2020 or whatever you know the lockdowns of course yeah nobody liked the lockdowns whether or not it didn't really matter what side. Well, that, of the... I mean, that's more what I was referring to. Yeah. Okay, but when it comes to wearing masks, meant or wearing masks or whatever, and all that stuff in public places and everything, do you feel that that was very unpopular? I don't think so. Well, well I mean, people did it, but I don't think they were happy. To... I don't know if anybody was like, "Oh, I love, I love no, wearing it's not, this." It's not about loving I love it. Per this se. face diaper. It's not about loving it, but it's, it's about for... the majority of people in society saying, "Like, yeah, this is something that we will need to do in order to keep." you know, transmissions down. And I think 80% of the population was willing to play ball. I believe you. We're talking about 20%, I think, of our population that was, you know, driving their trucks down to Ottawa and screaming freedom and stuff like that or whatever. And spreading dust everywhere and, you know, like... A small part of our population. So slack I, jock yokels. I, I yeah. agree. Thank so you, Nina. that being said, both of you, I'll ask slack jock. <laughs> <laughs> that, being, uh, that being said, I'll ask both of you if and when the time comes that they re implement mask mandates. I mean, they are mandates, so technically you are supposed to do them. Will that affect your behavior? Will you be willing to go back to masking or do you see yourself just not going out as much? I'll, go I'll ask you first, yeah. Nina. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll. I'll, I'll uh, Listen, I'm not one to uh, rebel, 
per se. So <laughs> I, yeah, I'll do it. I'm not going to not go outside because I have to wear a mask while I'm in an Uber or inside the restaurant and then I can take it off when I'm eating. Like I'm still going to like live my life. Like we said from the beginning, it's a new normal. So mm. you just got to adjust. Right. You yeah, ready? Yeah, no, I still wear my mask now. And especially since I've been aware of these subvariants and the numbers going up, I've yeah. been more inclined to continue to wear my mask more. So for a little while there, I was like not wearing it quite as much and whatever. Mm-hmm. But especially knowing now with these numbers going up, I'm like, ah, it feels kind of irresponsible on my own part to not be wearing a mask. So I'm already still, for the most part, wearing it. So it's not going to be a big right. deal to me if they implement mandates and stuff. But yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> It is the era of doing your own research, but at least be aware and try to be as safe as possible out there. We are in the throes of the seventh wave. Wave! <laughs> but without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to pass the microphone over to Reddy Fox to discuss politics, policies, debates, debates about policies, controversies. Right about now, it's time for Politics as Usual. What's the big story this week? It's time for a deep dive. 360 Luck. Hashtag presents politics as usual. Politics as usual. Well, there's quite a bit going on, but um, there's only one story that we're going to talk about here for politics as usual. <laughs> What's the time that we have? Last Friday, uh-oh, the internet in Canada, for some, for most... For a lot. For a third? A third of the population? How about for too many? <laughs> <laughs> for too many people, mm. no internet, no cable. Last wow. Friday, Rogers. just No cell phones. No cell phones as well, too. So we're going to talk about this story because it actually brought up a lot of points that yeah. um, I really didn't even think about or consider. Mm-hmm. Now, this is something I have thought about in just in terms of the monopolies of the telecommunications companies. Like we all know, there's only three choices that we have for cell phones, really, mm-hmm. in the city. And that's Bell, Rogers, or Telus. Yeah, so I, we already know that. And we know we have the highest cell phone fees on the planet. On, it's it's vexing. It's, it's terribly vexing. We've known this for a long time, and the reason why is because we are beholden to these three companies, basically. So they pretty much control the whole market. So we're going to get into this, but we're going to talk about it. It happened on Friday. People mm-hmm. woke up to chaos. There were cats and dogs fighting in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Wow. So the internet went out. Rogers had this huge outage last Friday. Major nationwide shutdown affecting services like landlines, cell phones, internet, TV. Even even some people couldn't make nine one one calls. I didn't order too. When on the day that it was happening, I didn't realize it was national. I thought it was just like like a citywide. Right. Yeah. Of course you did. Crazy. Of course you thought that. You know what I thought at first? That it was my own internet, and it was just like yo. I pay all this money and I'm home. I'm plugging in my modem in and out. I did that like six times. Uh, <laughs> I was crazy. just try- I was assuming that it was just my internet here at home. So yeah. before I go back into my story, let me ask you guys first. When did you realize that there was a nationwide outage happening? Because I'm assuming you guys were like me where you probably thought it was just your internet at first. And then mm. slowly, somehow, some way... The information started trickling in. So I'll start with you, Nina. When how did how did it affect your day? 
So I actually woke up to your message telling me that there was an outage. So I was like, okay. Also, oh, you didn't know before that. No, because okay. I had just woken up when you sent the message. I woke up a little late for work. But so I texted my boss and I was like, yo, like I'm affected by this outage. He's like, can you come into the office? And I'm like, and I was supposed to start five minutes from then. And I'm like, my sister has COVID though. Like, like, I don't know. Do you, if you want to risk me. it? Yeah. Like, I know I don't have to quarantine personally, but like, do you really want me in there? She only just got it three days ago. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay. I'm like, let's just wait. Cause I thought, you know what? It's going to come back in a couple hours. So I'm like, let me wait and I'll start my shift whenever it comes back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm staying up. It's like 1030. I'm dying to take a nap. 1130 hits. But you have to be up just in case it came back. Yeah. Right? The yeah. Cop comes and he's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not coming. And like, it, there's, it, it, there's no internet still. Like it, it was crazy. And for me, can I, should I tell you how long it lasted or no? How long, how long yeah. did it last your outage? I was in the remaining 1%, according to the CEO, of people who still <laughs> didn't have it by Saturday night. That's so I wild. didn't get it until 6 p.m. on Saturday night. I had nothing Whoa. all day Saturday still. Mm. I That's was livid. Crazy. I don't want to be in the 1% Rogers outage. I want to be in the 1% Rich. Like, what kind of crap was that? I was so mad. We switched We switched over in okay. the middle. Oh, you, wow. you guys switched from Rogers? Okay, I'm going to yeah. ask you about that again a little <laughs> <laughs> a yeah, later. yeah yeah so solitaire <laughs> when did you realize what was happening and how affected were you by the outage last week i was not affected at all i'm oh. a bell subscriber oh, but i'm not gonna gosh. brag oh. i'm not here to brag oh. were you I'm eating scones while you were uh surfing the web <laughs> solitaire telling us everything that's happening <laughs> but i will world. say and I, I don't know if it was a side effect or if it was related or it was completely unrelated but there might uh, data was actually doing some weird stuff mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, some Bell, so some Bell they, customers think, were affected too by it somehow. Yeah, so, but I'm not super affected. Like, I still had internet. I still had my Wi-Fi at home and I still had service while I was on road. But uh, it affected some of the people I was supposed to be interacting with that day because they mm-hmm. were completely off the grid, mm-hmm. especially if they were out and about. And some of them didn't even realize that it was a nationwide blackout yeah i didn't know like i said i didn't know it was nationwide literally until you said it because i mean you know my phone was working so it really didn't impact me until i heard that there's places that people couldn't go to i had a session that day at the studio yeah and uh one of uh, my clients was going to go buy something at the store but the internet was down the interact was down so they couldn't Mm. even pay by debit card no you were right the internet was down and interact (laughs) was also down because of that and it's insane to me how one company can bring the whole country to its knees yeah it's insane so same thing for me um i was i've been dealing with insomnia been having a hard time sleeping so i was actually up late at night um And I was online for a little while, and then all of a sudden, my internet went out. And I was Mm -hmm. like, ah, the modem. So, like I said before, I plugged it in and out several times, and it was just not coming up. I was just like, oh, well. And I was just kind of went back to bed. And then I started getting messages from work saying that the Mm -hmm. internet was down there. And I was like, oh, okay. It's coincidental. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) my internet is out, too, or whatever. And then the news started coming in. So, thank God for me that my phone is Bell as well, too. Otherwise... I would have been completely cut off from the world. Same. If... My phone is virgin, but I went 50 bucks over my data because of this. Oh, okay. Wow. See, but see, now here's, you're in a bad situation because <laughs> why is virgin going to want to, you know, reimburse I know. you? Unless for... I tell them who I switched to because they're owned 
by who I switched to. So oh. I could just show them that. Try, try it, Nina. I'm going to try it. I don't, I'm not expecting them to say yeah, but I am going to try it. Yeah, you should. And so this is what happened. So according to Rogers CEO, Tony Staffery, he said that a network system failure, a quote unquote network system failure after a maintenance update in the company's core network was the blame for the outage. So basically it said some routers malfunctioned and that caused the whole entire system to shut down. Now, I don't okay, believe it. Okay. Yeah, I don't hold believe on. It. Yeah, exactly. I know. You and you and Nina sometimes share the same brain because both of you are like cyber attack, cyber attack. And I was like, really? But you guys might be right. I have to I kind believe of, it. I kind of have to take it back because some other cyber experts out there who heard this excuse from Tony Staffery, uh, CEO of Rogers, they said his explanation makes no sense. Not based on how much redundancy they have built into the system and they were like, they believed there was a possibility of a cyber attack. So you guys are still believing in that? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. It makes no sense. <laughs> it yeah. makes no sense. Rogers with Nat with the, all, and all the and all the charges and the fees for the infrastructure updates and the redundancies. Mm -hmm. How does a system, a simple system update causes a national some, shutdown? Some routers for going days? down. <laughs> I don't For believe days, it. I don't yeah. buy it. But yeah. and the thing is, of course, in the interest of national security, of course they're not going to say, "Yeah, guys, the Russian yeah, hacked yeah. us." Putin did it. All your data is out there. Putin has all your information, <laughs> so you're going to have to want to get a new, you're going to have to get a new identity. Of course they're not going to say that, you know. So I don't believe. We'll it. never know unless there's a whistleblower in Rogers that wants to risk their lives. <laughs> and, and tell us the truth. We're, we're not going to find out for like another gonna, 10, 15 We're never going to know. Anyways, but no. see, this is it. And again, I was saying that during the day as well. This is insane that one company can do so <laughs> much damage. I actually heard a horror story during that time of the outage of a guy. I can't remember where he was in Canada, but his wife had a medical emergency. And mm. he couldn't call 911. He was frantically running around trying to get anybody that had cell phone service or go into a business that had a landline to call 911 for an ambulance to come and help his wife or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. You can Google it because I'm not sure if she made it <laughs> or not. Mm -hmm. But again, it's this is one of the many questions that we're going to ask um, wrapping up this conversation. But I'll just say it right now. How does this make sense that 911 is dependent on, on Rogers? On, on Rogers. Do you guys it doesn't, Reddy Fox. Oh, okay. It doesn't. Oh, I don't know. Sense. I know there's no answer for it, but I'll ask you guys again because I mean, you know, for the for years to you know not to not to cut you off, yeah. but there's always been, and I you know, I, not that I've been following it at all with any journalistic uh, kind of uh, you know intent, but there's always been this discussion around how Bell and Rogers are able to lobby the CRTC mm -hmm. to prevent. Other, uh, you know, Verizon, internet, sorry. <laughs> huh? Verizon, for example, all, all, you know, other, yeah, other telecom companies mm -hmm. from coming into Canada to sit, to set up shop and essentially drive prices down because they've been basically, you know, it's been like Coke horrible. And I, I, like and I rarely ever say anything nice about the States, especially <laughs> when it comes to comparing them to us for Canada, but we can't. Those the the cell phone plans and the competition in the states. We need that in Canada. 
-hmm. We absolutely need that. I don't know if I just mentioned this before or not. Rogers, Bell, and Telus, they control 90% of the market share of telecommunications in Canada. It's crazy. And Rogers is planning on taking over Shaw Communications. And they, they just started their bid in March. It was greenlit by the CRTC, as you just mentioned, Solitaire. And the only thing that's stopping that from finalizing is that it has to be approved by the Communications Bureau to approve the deal. Like, don't... The CRTC, right? Don't, no, the, the, the communication... The CRTC already greenlit it, but the Communications Bureau <laughs> also has to approve it. But I beg you, Communications Bureau, don't do it. Don't. I saw an expert say it's probably still going to go through. It pro- of course yeah. it's going to go through. Of because course. of the power of the lobbies of, for Bell and Rogers. Of course it's going to go through. So Big money, man. All right. So Rogers has now said that they will be crediting customers affected by the outage for five days of service. Five days. Yeah. So, so Rogers, is they will proactively credit all customers who are impacted <laughs> by the outage. And uh, credit will be given automatically applied to a customer's accounts. Nina, is that good enough? No, I told my dad already. Let me talk to Rogers when <laughs> when you call them. Let me talk to them, okay? Because now that I like I work in customer service, like I know how to get around these things. Okay, these guys are gonna give us thirty dollars for five days. No way. I went $50 over my phone bill. You're covering that as well as my wage because I couldn't work that day. Thanks. Like I'm going to make sure I get everything in there. And yeah, we, we like, are we getting into the conversation about switching? Cause we switched like <laughs> literally in the middle of the day on Saturday, my dad's like, this is ridiculous. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. You better not wait until Monday when it reconnects. Be like, Oh yeah, it's fine. I'm going to stay with it. He's like, no, I'm like, you know what? I'm pulling up the bell uh, customer service chat right now. And we're switching. We switch. They gave us everything we have with Rogers. Double the download speed for half the price of Rogers. Mm. So now we're just waiting for them to come and install. Which for them, I, they're super busy because they're they can't install for us until like another two weeks. But because every because everybody decided that they were going to switch that day when it happened. <laughs> not switching. I'm not staying. No way I would stay with this this garbage. Bell. I wonder what those numbers look like. I wonder what those like. Thing. I would love to know. It, it'll come out eventually because right now Bell's new slogan is we're not Rogers. That's <laughs> yeah. that, that's basically their selling point now because this happened again. This happened last year, April 2021 yep. that yep. Rogers had an outage. And now this again, you and their advertisement <laughs> thing is to say that we are Canada's most reliable network. Really, bro. Um. Really, bro. No, wrong. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. And, oh, and, and, and I would, I'd like to also say that um, for those of you who falling who are falling for this idea that Rogers is going to proactively credit your account. <laughs> yeah, you better keep don't an eye fall on your for bills. That. Yeah, don't fall for that. You better be on the keep phone an eye on your every kids. day. Oh my god! They weren't yeah. even taking like I tried to contact them during that time when i found out we were the like people on my street my neighbors were all up we weren't still i was trying to contact them they don't even take calls or messages they say sorry we're not accepting anything at this time yeah wild yeah no i I, you know i still got the day off of work for the most part because i couldn't work from home and we didn't have internet at the office basically so i kind of got the day off but it was still sort of stressful in the beginning because you never know when it was going to come back on so you had to kind of be on standby and all that Mm -hmm. stuff so um there's actually a man in Quebec. He filed a class action lawsuit. <laughs> he, he launched... I heard about that. It's crazy, crazy. man. Isn't it like, he like doesn't... $20 billion you know or something like that? Not all heroes wear capes, man. 
<laughs> not all heroes wear capes because he's like he's not going to let Rogers get away with this. Um, so he filed a lawsuit in Quebec. He did that last Monday with the Quebec Superior Court, basically accusing Rogers of false advertising for literally paralyzing the country for an entire day. And the lawsuit also Crazy. says that one of the reasons why he chose Rogers, Rogers is because they advertised as Canada's most reliable network. You guys can't put that on your ads anymore, man. Can't put that. You got to vet that, bro. You, you got to vet that. You can't you put that on your that ads claim. anymore, son. Um, so, you know, this created a whole bunch of questions. And one of the ideas that came up from this that I never really considered is that Canada should have a national internet network mm. like that's you know maintained and operated by the Canadian government it comes out of our tax dollars obviously they, you would probably still have to like they could make it available for the public to get it as well and it would mm. obviously be a cheaper option than Bell Rogers or Telus now because politicians are so beholden to these corporations i just don't see it happening but I've always said that for car insurance, if it's going to be mandated that we have to drive and have to have car insurance, I should say, there should be an option where you don't have to go with a private company because car insurance rates are a whole other scam to me. And I think out West, they do have like government sponsored car insurance. There needs to be government sponsored internet providing or whatever, like an internet service that, you know, maintained by the government and definitely 911 should be on that yeah. service as opposed to being through Rogers. It's insane to me that I can't believe that that nine one one could be dependent on Rogers or whatever. So, Nina, you already answered this before, but I guess for people out there, you guys can talk about it amongst yourselves, amongst your family and friends out there in Radio Land. If you're a Rogers customer, would you consider switching providers now after this? We, Nina didn't even hesitate. She didn't even wait for the body to drop. She was already no. like. Yeah, switch. Do it now and let me talk to them, basically. So. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's crazy. Now, here's another thing I want to ask you guys. We only have a few minutes left in politics as usual. But does this make you have a backup plan now? Do you know what you're going to do if this should happen again? And I'll tie in another question for this as well. Would you consider ever bundling again? Are people out there thinking... like? Bundling, I've never done it. I've never thought it was a good idea. And now I really don't to have yeah. your internet, your cell phone, your cable, all with the same company. I don't. Mm. I wonder how many people out there now are reconsidering <laughs> bundling. Would you do it? Um, uh, who, who wants to go first? ahead, Nina? You, you go, go first. You okay. Go first. Uh, when it comes to bundling my services, so I am in this scenario, I'm so happy that my phone is with Virgin because mm -hmm. yeah, I still at least had data. Like it wasn't like I had absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, it does, but at the same time, like cable and internet, like to bundle those two for me is kind of fine. Cause I don't really care about cable that much. Anyways, it's more so like streaming services that mm -hmm. I, I care about watching. So like to bundle those two doesn't bother me, but definitely not bundling my cell phone in with the same uh, cable and internet provider. I'd rather just do that separate. Anyways, I don't feel like it, the deals are that amazing. And do, solitaire, do you have a plan B if something like this were to happen and you were completely like, do you know what you would do? And another thing, this is also another plan. And I recommend this for everybody out there listening you need to have cash on hand now. You really should consider this because there were some people that were stranded on the road, I heard, because they couldn't put gas in their car because they couldn't pay by using Interact, Madness. basically. So 
experts out there have been saying that um, this is really a good time for you guys to consider having cash on hand. They're actually saying you should have enough cash on hand to fill your tank if it were empty and to be able to buy groceries for at least a couple of days. So mm. good advice. I never would have thought about that. I never, I never would have thought about thought that either. This, yeah. In this era that, I, you know, you definitely want to keep some cash would, on hand. But are you going to do that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Until uh, until I get the munchies and then I got to go out and, you know, Nina, you tried to go out. You tried to go I, out and buy something and I did. I did go to the mall to pick up a package and but I just used my visa. I bought food, too, and I just used my visa. Right. They were still taking visa. So I just did that. Oh, okay. the credit credit was still working. Yeah, yeah credit was still working. So I just did that instead. Okay. Yeah. Lucky for you. So again, this was a crazy story. It made me think so much about, you know, obviously it created this whole conversation around too about all these monopolies and how they really need to be broken up and there needs to be more competition in Canada, basically. It can't be just three companies that's running everything, right? So I don't know if you're out there, you might want to consider a making sure you have cash on hand in case something like this happens again, and maybe not bundle your stuff. Sorry, corporations out there. I know you don't want us to tell people to do this, but don't bundle maybe not have all your services all in one basket i don't know so yeah that's it for politics as usual all right ready fox i appreciate that and roger subscribers make sure you call them do not expect your credit oh yeah no you you have to be proactive yourself as customers yeah definitely be proactive right we got to pay some bills right now but after these messages we'll be right back to hashtag on Vibe 105 number one for hip hop, R&B, and the culture. There you go. Yep. Can I just say, sure. I think the most embarrassing part of the whole Rogers thing was the weekend concert. Oh, why? At the Rogers Center. Yeah, they but got, they had to why? cancel it. No, but that's. No, but that's not embarrassing. Like it because it was not at for the, the weekend for Rogers. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. Yes, for That's Rogers. For Rogers, yeah. Break it down, Nina. Yeah, because it, he doing it at the Rogers Center, and, and then for him to have been there all day and really been trying to make sure it's going to work, and then thirty minutes before, people have traveled from all over the GTA, like mm-hmm. even further north, and they come in here, and then they're waiting outside the Rogers Center, and thirty minutes beforehand, they're going to say we're canceling it. Like messy. that's crazy, bro. That is so messy. Mm-hmm. I would be so. I would be livid. Yeah, Rogers. on the building, you had to cancel the concert on the <clears> building <throat> with your name on it. Yeah, yeah, but, the, it. Yeah, but the you thing is, though, I kind of do. You not feel like people should have known that the concert wouldn't be happening if you're no, because before that, hours before that, there was news stories coming out saying if you're going to a concert tonight, print out your tickets. Oh. So there was no way to. They were leading them into thinking everything's still happening. That's horrible. You know, ready, but I mean, yo, you have to think about it. This is a uh, uh, you're expecting your phone to work every morning like there would be no reason why you would think that the concert wouldn't be happening I, at the rogers had- at the rogers center when rogers is having a national but nationwide- i thought they would have had more backup or something in there sorry i would if i were supposed to go to that concert i wouldn't even left my house i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't have left i would have been like there's no way that concert's happening tonight if the blackout didn't happen and you were supposed to go to that concert, you still went to left your house, ready, Fox? Because you, don't be, going, <laughs> no, you no. don't be going nowhere. I'm saying if I had tickets to the to the I weekend know. show and it's at the Rogers Center and Rogers fucked up the whole country, I would be like, I'm not like 
you're going down to the Rogers Center. But I think it's just misleading of them to tell people print <laughs> off your tickets before. I didn't know that they were telling people they that. Have said that. They should not have said that. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And the last point that I didn't get a chance to say during the radio show, but just to drive home the point that we need more competition in Canada, we have the most expensive mobile data plans mm-hmm. out of like the first world nations and the whole nine. The average cost of one gigabyte in Canada is $12.55. Compared to the States, one gigabyte costs $8. In India, it costs nine cents for a gigabyte of data. Wow! (laughs) Okay, but let's be clear. There's a billion billion people over there. So why? Can I get like a SIM card that's in India so I can get an Indian phone plan? Yo, one gigabyte for nine cents in India. You know what I wanted to say that happened too with the outage? Did you know it was also affecting people who were with Rogers but in another country? But you know how you can do the add-on to your plan to say, I want to add on data, traveler's data. So when Mm -hmm. I'm in, this one lady was in Northern Ireland. So she was using her data from Rogers in Ireland, but then the the outage happened and she had no service, no data, nothing in fucking Ireland. That's I see that's crazy. That's insane. <laughs> yep. It's 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 madness, man. It's it's a it's a it's a scene. And you still don't think it was a you don't think it was a terrorist attack? Yeah. Definitely a yeah, cyber attack. Yeah, seriously. Definitely a cyber attack. Seriously. This is know. yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I don't know if it's a thing on you're not, a, you're not, come on, join the conspiracy. See, these are the fun conspiracy theories. No, I have no is, proof. I have no evidence. It's all just a hunch. It's just thoughts. Yeah, mine is, remember my theory? My theory was that there was some password that they were trying to, uh, they had to put in somewhere and they couldn't find it because the, the main Rogers lady just died a couple months ago. Maybe she <laughs> forgot to tell them or she forgot to tell them where it was. So they were right. running. Imagine they're just scouring around this mansion looking for this password and that's really what it was. Honestly, that would be kind of funny. They probably I would laugh a little if that forced, was the they probably forced some black girl to try every word in history <laughs> on her shift. Listen, your job is to just keep punching in words and hope you get lucky. And you're gonna do that for your full eight hour shift. Take your breaks like normal, but your job is to try every word and hope you get lucky. Go well Shaquita. <laughs> Don't <laughs> Don't kill me. Don't kill yeah. me. That's horrible. Anyways, I don't know. Do is there anything you guys want to talk about podcast time, or do you nah, want to just get back into music? Probably after music news, we could probably talk about something after music news because uh, well, this T Pain story is kind of funny. Yeah, and we didn't get a chance because we went a little too long with the COVID talk at the beginning, so I didn't have time on the end. But um, oh. we didn't get a chance to uh, do our weekly check in for our FaceTime oh. screen time. So I guess we could do that now. Do you want to yeah, do it now? Okay, so let's just. For the record, I don't want to do it now. But let's just keep I track of um, how we've been doing for this week. So I'll start with you, Nina. What was your average uh, screen time this week? Uh, this week, daily average or yeah, daily average is what we're doing, right? Yeah, daily yeah. average. Daily average so far is six hours and 34 minutes. I'm oh. down 6% from last week. You're down. How long but... was yours? Say it again, Nina. Six, six hours and 34 minutes. So that was, that's, um, <laughs> A little more than last week. Oh, last week I was seven hours. No, last week you were six hours and 26 minutes. Oh, I finished the week at seven hours and 16 minutes because of Rogers. Okay, so so what about you, Solitaire? What's your, what's your screen time this week? 
I need to add an asterisk to mine. It's not fair. It's not accurate. It's not an accurate reflection of the way that I use my phone. Nine hours and say Eight it. hours and 48 minutes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but again, the most used is Prime Video. It's yeah. not social okay, media. So how many, okay, how many hours? Routine. So let's dock off those hours. Yeah, how so, many hours? Yeah. So how many hours was did you spend on that? 14 hours. 14 hours? But yes. You have to understand. Listen, okay. Listen, listeners out there in in a podcast land. I put on Prime Video and I put on a comedy special and, and I fall, fall asleep. asleep to it. Okay. And sometimes if it's like a series, if it's like sometimes it's like uh like three or four comics and it's they do like 30 minute sets each. That's fine. And it will just continue from set and I'm sleeping. Okay, so let I'm me ask sleeping. you though. Let me ask you because it breaks it down for you. So what is the social media account that you use the most in terms of the time that it's logged? Prime video is number one, then Instagram. Which is? Uh seven hours and eleven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his face. He's like, fuck. <laughs> Hold on a second, but let me see how this breaks down. Yeah, he's gonna da- okay, he's see, on the other daily, accounts. That is, hold on, see, that is the total, total for the week. Oh, because what's your yeah. daily average? My daily average is one hour and 26 minutes. That's You're better. really close to me. My daily average for Instagram is one hour, 38 minutes. Okay, that's not How is bad. that possible when you scroll to the end of your feed? Because she's efficient. Because it only takes me 10 minutes because I'm always caught up with the feed. Yeah. never heard anybody say that kind of stuff in my life that's ridiculous i'm at th- my average was three hours and seven minutes my next after that is music okay. my next after that is netflix again another thing that I, it's usually a prime video or netflix is what i fall asleep to okay oh, TikTok too. so and again we're cur- encouraging everybody out there to listening to the podcast keep an eye on your screen time too and maybe you'll try to maybe reduce your phone use which it's just overall good for your mental health because... Or you'll just be like me and be like, cool, and keep going. I'm telling you, I'm... Nina. <laughs> I really believe some of the anxiety that you feel is wrapped up in the right. amount of time you use on your phone. But I'm going to give an inside joke to my hashtag uh, partners that uh, I'm going to show them a picture, but you're not going to see it on radio, but you're going to hear by the laughter. I'm scared. This hilarious coincidence i don't know okay so wait did you send it already or... <laughs> what's happening look at it look at it he's on something okay. he's not gonna get it you gotta explain to him after hours off the record is that that's actually oh okay all right yeah i see that but um... it's actually right okay. yeah what is Folks. i don't get it though is it backwards is that why you can't see no, it? i can no. see it I get it. Ready. I'm putting it in the chat right now. <laughs> okay. How do you not get this? Okay. What? What? Okay. We'll have to talk about this off the year. Because <laughs> I, I don't want to. Um, yeah. Put it on blast. Yeah. No. That's, so, okay. We'll that discuss it. That wouldn't be right. All right. So, would you get back you to get the it? Do you see the message, though? I think so. I don't know. I'm trying to do work stuff here, you guys. Okay. Fine. Let's work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I see. Well, uh, that tough. is the very moment I decided. Yeah, it's time no to more. delete this. No account. more for this. <laughs> no more. Okay. I'm not having fun anymore. It's like the, it's like today. It was like, yeah. Anyway, okay. We'll We're annoying probably people with the inside joke stuff. So let's get back into it. Let me um get set up here. Okay, all set, solitaire. Ready. When you hear the music, you know what to do. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen. 
Boys and girls, welcome back to the program. You're tuned in, dialed in, locked in to hashtag the greatest conversation on the planet. Every Saturday morning right here on Vibe 105, number one for hip-hop, R&B, and the culture. Yours truly, Solitaire, DJ Reddy Fox, no better Nina. Man, it's been quite a show so far, lots to discuss so far. But it's coming nice up back. right about... Huh? It's that? nice to be back. It's good to be back. It feels nice to be back on the radio, yeah. right? It's a good weekend yeah. for us to be back, too. So much happening in the city, and people are now tuned back into Vibe 105, so nice to yeah. be back. Yeah. A lot of the programs that Vibe 105 has, uh, that have had to be off the air are slowly getting back to normal. There's, there's a lot of tra- a lot of changes, a lot of transitions that have been happening at Vibe 105 over the past uh, few months and, you know, during this whole pandemic. So it's great to be back on the air. So make sure you continue to interact with us. We're, we're, we're looking for Craig. Craig, you out there, Craig? Seriously, <laughs> Craig. Looking for Craig to interact with us and also all of our favorite people who would, uh, who would reach out to us on our social media, which is still active. We're still out here. We haven't been uh, super active on social media, um, but we are definitely going to be engaging more with the stories we have coming up in the future at hashtag Vibe105 on Twitter and Instagram. But listen, without further ado, there's a lot going on, or maybe there isn't a whole lot going on in music news, but uh, nevertheless, it's time for me to pass the mic over to the little homie, the young sis, no better Nina, for an update on what's going on in today's music news. Hashtag presents this week's music news, only on Vibe 105. So Nina, you you said it's it's been a slow music week? Yeah, it has, but I think I pulled some some stuff together. Uh, there's always, you know, what? There's always something to discuss in music, even the small stories. There's so many layers to it. So listen. Yeah, and I feel like we always end up getting into deep conversation, anyways. This one, I know we're gonna have a deep conversation. So yeah. T Pain says that Tupac would not have been as popular today if he was still alive. Okay, so. <clears throat> T-Pain was chilling on Twitch with academics and they got into a little debate about Tupac and his popularity after academics brought up how interesting it would have been if social media was around back then. Hmm. T-Pain jumped in right away and said that Tupac would have got killed sooner if social media existed and that lyrically he was considered amazing back then because no one else had a platform and he would have got eight the up if there was social media sorry mm. alex we're on radio he would have got mm. ate the bleep up if there was social media okay he also said that what we look at as tupac's greatest lyrics is peanuts compared to what we hear today academics then said he considered tupac to be more of a poet and t-pain's response was that if we had social media then everyone would have had their opinion and they would have been dying to disrespect him T-Pain continued by saying, if Pac was alive right now, they would have discredited everything he said just because he was old. He would have been saying the same thing as the young boys, but it would have been less credit because he's old. If Pac was alive right now, over 20 years later, he would have been talking that same stuff that he'd been talking about from the beginning, but somebody younger would have came and talked that stuff a little more disrespectful and would have stepped on somebody's grave. And that would have been the new guy. And then all of a sudden, Tupac would have been out of style. 
Boosie felt some type of way about what T-Pain had to say about Tupac and replied via Twitter saying, why is Pac's music still hitting and your favorite lyricist is not? He continued by saying, Tupac was a great lyricist. You probably wouldn't understand him if you've never been through the struggles that this world brings. T-Pain, I disagree. The lyrics and songs these days last a couple of years and they're gone because they don't have meaning. The lyrics don't touch your heart. And then he says, I don't like when you guys talk smack about Pac. If he was still living, you guys wouldn't step or talk about him and death row. Do you guys agree with what T-Pain is saying? No. <laughs> I didn't even have that. No, for it. starters. No, for starters. There are, there's some elements of truth to what he's saying, but I don't understand how his first instinct was to call out Tupac and say that he would not have been as popular and all this kind of stuff. But I do agree that, you know, with regards to the potential of him getting killed sooner. Yes. (laughs) I definitely agree with that because of the, the climate that we're in and, you know, social media making the world so much smaller and, Anybody can get at anybody. It's not even a, you know, celebrity and all that kind of stuff doesn't insulate you from, from being accessible to your fans. And there's a lot of haters. So yeah, in that aspect, but everything else, I, I don't know why he felt like jumping out the window on that. Mm. <laughs> I, Ready, what about you? I kind of agree, but disagree at the same time. Like the way you were saying to like Solitaire, there are some elements of truth to what he's saying, but again, I wasn't a huge Pac fan even at the time when he was at his highest, like, you know what, again, I was younger at that time and I got caught up in the whole like East coast, West coast thing. So (laughs) I was kind of riding like, you know, the biggie wave, you know, (laughs) and stuff. But I never looked at Pac as a lyricist, especially when, if you're comparing him to like biggie, like if you're talking about lyricism, there's no comparison in terms of like just everything. But what people loved about Pac, which I do as well, is the passion and still the things that he said outside of music is actually what made him popular and people love him. Like he was still passionate in his music and he's had a lot of things to say in his music as well too. He still had the gangster stuff, of course, obviously, but it's like the messages he had and the passion that he, you know, expressed it with that. I think people res it resonated with people. But if we're just talking strictly lyricism, I didn't think he was a great lyricist to be honest with you. So I, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I And just like you, you, you know, you touched on it as well. Uh, I, he was not necessarily my favorite artist. What I loved, I love Pac, love Pac. And I love him because of what he stood for, yep. especially in the early out of his career. Like when he went to death row, I think that that was problematic mm-hmm. for him because of everything that he came from. And his experience in the music industry and everything that was going on, I feel like that was probably the worst place in retrospect uh, that he could have ended up on and ended up at. He got into a lot of negative energy when he went to death yeah, row, man. man. Like, especially yeah, man. being around Suge Knight and the whole East Coast, West Coast thing. And you know what? We sound like time travelers to Nina right now, <laughs> I'm sure, <laughs> yeah. because she's going to be like, what do you get? Who's Suge Knight? What was no, the I East Coast, West Coast? Ask her. Are you that bad? How familiar are you with Pac's music, Nina? Not that familiar. I'm not the kind of person who, a lot of people, like, they go back and they listen to, like, like 
older hip hop and stuff to like get familiar. I, I don't do that. I started where I started and that's it. So, but, so that's you're, fair. That's you, fair. you don't have any favorite pop songs at all that you know of or nothing like that? I, I mean, like what? California Love? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, that is but, a huge one. But I do think like, okay, with what he's saying in terms of like, he wouldn't be as popular today. I do kind of agree with that because like he's saying, like he's considered um, like he would just be considered older. Like everything he's saying would be hitting, but he would just be considered as older. Like, I don't think T-Pain saying this meant this in a disrespectful way. I think he's just talking about in the climate and the day and age that we're, we're currently in. Like when you look at it, nobody's looking back like in like Gen Gen X or Gen Z, whatever Gen is out right now, like this TikTok generation, <laughs> like I don't think they're going back and bumping like Jay Z and stuff. Like right. that's considered super old to them, you know. But like to someone like me, like Jay Z, kind of like I, I, again, I didn't go back and listen to Jay Z, but I've, I'm familiar with a lot more of his music than I am with Tupac's. Right, because sure. he's know- got a lot. Of, he's got a lot of commercial like radio records and club records that would that would, and so so does Pac. Not Probably to the extent of Jay Z. Not as much so. Was that? Not to the extent of Jay Z. No, not to the extent of yeah. I was gonna say yeah, yeah. But I also agree with this as well too. The it's not even an indictment of Pac. It's more of an indictment of the type of hip hop listeners that there are today. Mm-hmm. Like That's true. the what all the whatever the positivity or whatever the uplifting stuff that he said. Unfortunately, I just feel like we're in a bit of a more of a negative climate now because it's easier for people to express whatever hate or whatever just hate on someone for no reason like when Pac was out there was no twitter there's no instagram and all that stuff so it was harder the only way you could express your dislike for them was by simply not buying their music or not going to their concert so that's a quiet way of saying like you know i'm not a fan of his or whatever but now you can do those things but you can also have a twitter account and say and we've seen this (laughs) people are like jay-z sucks and this and that or people are saying like just because his music doesn't resonate with them because they're younger. But for you mm. to say something crazy like Jay Z sucks, it's like, what are you basing that on? Like, <laughs> I, doesn't even, that doesn't tape. even warrant a response from me. I just say okay. Yeah, but the thing is that you if you have enough people that are saying negative stuff, which a younger generation has the capability of doing today because yeah. of social media, then I that's kind of where T Pain is coming from as well, right? Like he's saying like. Yeah. Even if you're trying to say something positive, some young kid that's a YouTuber could find another way of saying it that might resonate more so with younger people, which would make him maybe more popular than Pac would be today. And I'll yeah. tell you what, Pac's, Pac's Instagram and Twitter would have been super lit. <laughs> what, but- it would have been super lit with wisdom, with with all kinds of tumultuous energy. Okay, but- but that would resonate with you and I for our mindset or whatever, but do you think it would resonate as well too with younger people today? I'm not so well, sure. I mean, see, the thing is T-Pain, I mean, we're, I don't know how much more time we can get out of this, but I think T-Pain kind of, his comment was really, it, it was weird in the way that he positioned it because he said if Tupac was alive today, like, is he talking about Tupac in his prime or Tupac Older. didn't get killed and he was at whatever, however old he would be right now. What That's would what he, he means, be in his I 40s? think, however old he would have been now, yeah. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, to say that he would have got killed sooner if social media existed back then or, you know, because if you're talking about social media existing back then, then you're talking about everything that else that comes with it. You mm-hmm. know what I yeah. mean? So I, I I don't think that uh, I mean, the first thing first things first, I hate artists when they have like they feel 
compelled to make these hot takes because a lot of the times it doesn't sound like he really thought it all the way through. You know, and, and I hate making I hate the what if arguments because who knows how Pac would have changed his behavior had he had access or been in the climate of social but, media. Might, he might have became a completely different person. That kind of leads into the next question. Like, how do you guys think, like, ready? you can start off with this too. How do you think he, Tupac would have fit into today's rap scene if you were still alive? I think he would still fit into it. He would fit into it in the same way that Jay-Z fits into it now. But he would, he would, his career would have kept on going. He would... This is the same thing, the what if that we've always had if Pac or Biggie were still alive or whatever. He was on such a trajectory that he would be like an icon, like of like the the Madonna type icon, like mm. but of hip hop. He would be the upper echelon of hip hop royalty along with Jay Z and Nas, basically, right? So yeah. he would I actually he would sorry, be fitting no, in just fine, but he would be above most of this stuff and he wouldn't even respond to any negativity, I think. That would, or well, maybe he probably would. That came at him <laughs> yeah. from from a uh, social media and all that yeah. stuff. But again, in the same vein that what T Pain is saying, I would even say, I bet you, Public Enemy wouldn't be as popular today if they came out today as they were when they first came out. I don't, hmm. I honestly don't think so. Like, I don't think there's as big an appetite for the type of conscious hip hop yeah. that you know yeah. that Public Enemy, KRS One, Tupac was providing back then as opposed to now like there's just too much there's a sea of too much of everything today like in terms of access to music whether it's through spotify youtube everyone can have their own platform for putting out their music so it's literally it's not the way it used to be where you know you had to you know hone your craft get signed Mm -hmm. by a record label go through the whole process of having distribution and putting music out and all that now anybody can put make a song in their basement and it can be online that same night so, you know, I don't think Pac would be as popular today. I don't think even KRS-One, Public Enemy, anybody else no, that was man. positive. I don't know. I, I respectfully disagree because when you look at those pivotal moments that we've had just during the pandemic with George Floyd and, you know, Black Lives Matter and even with the women's movement, I think that those artists who really put their money where their mouth is and spoke out about community issues, I think that they would, if they were, again, we're talking about, we're not talking about like Chuck D at however, I think he's like, he might be almost 60 at this point. I'm not, I'm talking about if they, if those groups emerged during these times, I think they would have been just as impactful because of what they were talking about, what they stood for. They would have probably taken up the flag for a lot of the social justice causes, and they would have had a much bigger voice because of the platform that social media provides. I I, I think that, you know, I think the music does stand the test of time. The only difference is it resonates with our generation because we were around at that time Mm -hmm. and we resonate with what they were talking about in their music. Obviously, Nina, I understand why Nina's not going to go back and listen to hip hop because her relationship not to speak for you, but it's mm. different. She's not an artist. She's not like a music historian. She's just a fan of music and the music that speaks to what she's experiencing. Yeah, she has no incentive to go back and listen to that yeah. stuff. And I, I, I'm not mad at that. I don't think mm. that if you if you just come to if you come to learn about hip hop, however you discovered it, and you're a fan of whatever you're hearing now, I don't. I'm not one of these. Uh, you know, speaking from the culture, 
I don't think that it's incumbent on every hip hop fan. Like you have to go back and do your history only if you want to be an artist. Like if you want to participate mm. in the or, culture. Or if your job in some way has to be a speaking about music and having some sort yes. of opinion, then I think you should yeah. educate yourself. And like, yeah, for sure. if you're going to have a podcast or a platform on like whatever revolt or something like that, and your job is to talk about music and stuff, then you should probably educate yourself because mm-hmm. you're going to say some outrageous stuff that people are going to be that are more in the know, be like, yo, you're out of pocket. You don't know what you're yeah. talking about. You yeah. Know? Facts, facts. But um, yeah, just real quick before we move on, like, I think just what you guys were saying to um, with him in terms of him, like fitting into today's rap scene, I kind of agree with what Reddy's saying. Like he would have just kind of been on the same, like, uh, quote unquote level as like Jay-Z or Nas and stuff like that today. I think he would have been I th- I think he would have been bigger than Jay-Z. But especially with is- social media. You know the reason I say that is because Jay-Z, he is who he is because he's exceptionally talented. He's a marketing mastermind. He's an incredible artist. But when you look at his public career, he's an introvert. He's not as yeah. like Pac was he would be in front of the camera, bad or good. Mm-hmm. Speaking his speaking his mind, not being filtered, you know. So he would have been way more present on social. I, I feel like yeah, his energy is yeah. comparable to Meek Mill. Like that could have helped. Yeah, that that definitely could have helped. But I still feel like in terms of consumption wise, like with the generation we're in today, like they would have still been focused on like Future or Juice World or XXX Tentacion or something mm-hmm. like that. Like it wouldn't have been, you know, they wouldn't have been all psyched out for for Tupac, but. Yeah, because they don't want knowledge and wisdom. They just want yeah, pills they just and, want, uh, exactly. pills think, and parties. You think? Yeah. you think these kids want knowledge and wisdom today? No, no, I'm saying they don't want knowledge okay. and wisdom. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> okay. Anyways, let's move on to a very nostalgic story. Yeah. So, what the hell? So nostalgic. Okay. Soldier Boy shared an ad on his Instagram announcing LimeWire's return as an NFT platform. You guys remember LimeWire? Uh-huh. And wow. it's only right since the ad was centered around downloading Crank That from the platform. So the clip shows two kids in middle school running home from school to download Crank That from LimeWire and burn it onto a CD, which was also one of the most downloaded songs on the platform. Then it fast forwards to the two middle schoolers as full grown adults running home from work to buy NFTs from the reinvented LimeWire. Now, in case you forgot, LimeWire was shut down in 2010 after Wall Street trader Mark Gordon, who founded the platform, lost a legal battle against the IRAA for copyright infringement. Hmm. 12 years later, Julian and Paul Zahetmayer, a pair of Australian brothers, acquired LimeWire's naming rights to relaunch the platform as a mainstream-ready digital collectibles marketplace for art and entertainment, initially focusing on music. Users can now use LimeWire to buy and own original songs, unreleased demos, music videos, tickets, album cover art, and more with Brandy, Travis Barker, and UK artist, how do you say this name? Aich? Itch? I don't know. I don't know. I know he's a, like, I think he's a UK, like, like, I don't know. Having, yeah, maybe having, they, they already partnered with the company for exclusive drops. Okay. Um, I want to know, would you guys think the NFT marketplace will really change the way how we consume music five to 10 years from now? Uh, ready. You want to feel that one first? Sure. I guess so. It all depends on the artists. If the artists embrace it, then yes, it will be. And again, I think it's a brilliant opportunity for artists to make money directly from their fans by offering limited amounts of an album, sell it like the same thing. Tory Lanez did that, what, last year or two years ago? 
where he mm-hmm. sold an album as an NFT for like he sold a million copies in less than an hour or something like that. Yeah. And he made like a million dollars or two million dollars in less than an hour from just selling a limited amount of albums on an NFT. So I think it could change the way, but it all depends on if the artists themselves embrace it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And... Yeah, you know, I, 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 I still am a little foggy on NFTs and the, I mean, I understand the value or the, let me say the potential value for artists, but again, I think you still, there's still a lot more groundwork that you have to do as an artist to make it a successful, like a viable uh, source of income. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and that again, I, I'm, this is me clearly admitting that I'm foggy <laughs> about the power of it. I understand it as, you know, an opportunity for independent artists to kind of sell their, their music and their image in the digital world. But yeah, for, for an independent artist or an up and coming artist, yes, it would be a challenge for them more so. But again, let's just use the most popular person we can think of in terms of Drake again. Right. So if Drake decides he's going to sell his next album as an NFT and he, no, for a hundred dollars, but for- see, that's where my, that's where I'm like, you can't, I think it's a bit ridiculous for artists to expect fans to spend a hundred dollars on an album. Right. But again, Nina, it's, it's only up to you if you want to buy it or not, but there's only going to be for him. He could just do, yeah, I'm going to do a five song album and there's only going to be a hundred copies available of it. And I'm going to sell each one for a hundred dollars. Obviously he could do for, he could do whatever he wants, but it's the exclusivity of it and people yeah. do you know how many rich people out there buying an album for a hundred dollars means nothing, nothing to them, them. Yeah, nothing at rich all people, rich people will eat it up but that's my thing like if they're doing like if, if nft music the nft music space really becomes a thing and artists are really banking on their fans like let's say we get to a point where artists are genuinely banking on their fans to buy their albums for 100 bucks or 200 bucks like i think that's a bit selfish because you you your fans are what got you to like you need your fans and you're just going to keep selling stuff for two hundred dollars. I mean, at that point, I guess you don't. But then it's just like no, but I don't you, know. It just takes away the fun of he the music experience. But he wouldn't be putting out every single album that way. It's like an artist that just decides to you paint a painting. <laughs> now you can yeah. sell that painting for two hundred thousand dollars. Somebody owns that painting. That painting goes up in value. The same way those albums that Drake sells, that there's only a hundred copies of it. Those people now own that NFT of that album. They could resell it to somebody. They could wait 20 years. You know how many people will want to buy it because they didn't get a chance to hear it because they couldn't buy it? And yeah. like it's the the opportunity and the possibilities of NFTs, it's endless, man. It's it's for true. sure. It, it it is, but again, like the value is determined by the amount of people that actually see the value in it. So that's real the the real challenge. Uh, the potential is there, absolutely, but the challenge is to actually raise the value of your your intellectual property. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because you know, for somebody like Drake, it's it's a no brainer. For somebody who, if you have a fan base of people who are actively, they'll go, come to your show and they'll buy your merch, then you have an opportunity. But I, I don't see the value for just like a new artist who's just starting to get their name out there like they just started i don't see this as like yo this is a really great opportunity to get into the digital space because the value is determined by 
how many people are actually willing to spend that money. Yeah, but yeah. again, a new artist, obviously, they could sell their album for $3. That's not a lot of money asking from people yeah, to buy your album. And that I, money I goes directly to the artist instead of them putting it on Spotify yeah, could, and then you getting... You can make lunch money. You can make lunch money. Making yeah. 0.03 cents per 1,000 streams or something from like some crazy, ridiculous low number. In relation to that, yeah. In relation to that, but for sure. That's exactly that. it, though. You sell your album as an NFT. You can make yeah. you know a million copies available to people for $3. Like I still think there's probably you would probably be more successful selling CDs than NFTs. It's too new for... For an artist for now, who's trying yeah. to build their right? profile but again, we're to go the... into that space to try to take but, advantage of that. But that's the question all, was that will it change the way we years. consume music five to ten years from now? And I'm thinking... I don't know. I don't know if it... I don't know. I don't know, I don't know, yeah, I don't know either. I think it can. I just... If artists embrace wire... it. Because there will be this... There's going to... Like, who knows what other technology is going to come along that will disrupt that whole process, you know? Like, ten yeah, years is a, is like a lifetime in, in technology. That's yeah. true. Um, but yeah, anyways, the Limar thing was pretty nostalgic. I thought that like the commercial, cause I was in middle school when that came out too. So it was pretty yeah, cool. That's a throwback right there. LimeWire. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. So we'll get into the quick headlines here. Um, OVO is coming back this summer, starting on Thursday, July 28th with the Canadian all-stars at history. I'm, I'm curious thinking... about that. The Canadian all-stars at history. I'm okay. My curious. guess is like. I don't know. I'm either thinking it's upcoming local artists or like Tory Lanez, Party Next Door. I don't know about Weekend, but Nav, Smiley, Jesse Reyes, etc. Yeah. Um, then he included Rolling Loud's Chris Brown and Lil Baby show on the Friday as a part of OVO, which was kind of okay. Is Rolling Loud happening that same weekend? It's not saying no, but this tour, this Chris Brown Little Baby tour is under Rolling Loud. So I'm like, all of a sudden he's including it into OVO, which is very interesting. Mm. Um, and nothing on Saturday and Sunday. And then on Monday, there's going to be a Young Money re- reunion with Nikki and Lil Wayne. That's going nice. um, Doja Cat calls 17-year-old Noah Schnapp, which is Will from Stranger Things, a snake and a weasel after he shares the DM he got for her asking, her, asking him to hook her up with Joseph Quinn, which is Eddie Munson from season four of Stranger Things. She lost a million followers after that, and Noah gained 200,000 followers, but he says everything's good between them now. She's a weirdo <laughs> for beefing a 17-year-old. Uh, Neo shares that he was actually going to sign Lucky Day before he was Lucky Day, but he let him stay at his house while he went on a short tour and told him you can go anywhere except for the master bedroom. And then when Neo came back, he found him asleep in the master with a random girl. So he cut all ties. <laughs> R. Kelly's engaged to one of his victims, Jocelyn Savage. Uh, Kanye filed a trademark for Yeezy Supply for retail stores. And the woman who claimed three songs sexually assaulted her in 2016 dismissed her lawsuit. And Iggy Azalea and Tory Lanez might be a thing after she posted a picture of her oxtail and he commented saying it was good. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's it for music. That's a weird couple, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Anyways, yeah. No, I think they're they're good for each other. Nina, you think they're good for each other? No. No. Nikki's not really talented, and Tori's actually talented. Ooh, shots fired. She ain't lying. (laughs) She ain't lying. All right, Nina, thank you very much for taking us through this week's music news. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to pay some bills, but we will be right back after these messages. You are tuned into hashtag right here on Vibe 105, number one for hip-hop, R&B, and the culture. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Nina. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Do we so... want to talk about any of these um, quick, headlines? quick headlines that you brought up? Is there anything that you want to elaborate on? Are you, gonna, Ore- are uh, you going Rick to OVO? Showing us his peanut butter Oreo cream. I don't get oh. to see stuff from you guys anymore because I'm <laughs> looking at so many different things here. So Disgusting. Uh, no, I've already seen. Like, okay, this OVO seems kind of mid to me. Not Talking to lie. your mic, man. Sorry. This OVO seems kind of mid to me because he's not doing anything. He said more announcements to come, but like, if he's not doing his surprise show like he does every year, I'm not really that like that enticed to go. I might. What makes you think he's not gonna have a surprise guest? Well, he's gonna have surprise guests, but if the Monday show is mainly for the Young Money thing, because normally he does the Sunday show and the Monday, he's not doing anything Saturday and Sunday. So, like, I don't know. It's not. I feel like it's not gonna be the same as what it what it's been before. He said there's more announcements to come. Yeah, but. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think he's. I don't think he's planning on uh, adding anything else in that. So I'm not really that enticed. And I've seen Little Wayne so many times. I've seen Drake like 50 times. I've seen. I've been to OVO three or four times. Just, How are you just yeah. showing off? Is she? I've seen, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I've seen I don't, Little Wayne a million times. I've seen Drake thousands of times. I've the only person OVO. I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen. I don't think Nikki was at Summer Jam when I went. So I don't think I've seen Nikki. That's the only person. But let me ask you this: Is there someone that you've never seen in concert that you would that's on your like bucket list or hit list of like if they come to Toronto, come hell or high water, you're going to go see them? Beyonce. I already saw her twice. Because that's that's. <laughs> That's one thing I regret is that I never got a chance to see Prince perform. Yeah. I saw Jay-Z, too, with Beyonce for On the Run Tour. That's I saw Jay-Z my with cousins. Mary J. Blige. My cousin is a diehard Beyonce fan, and I made her come to Little Wayne, so it was only right I went with her. Yeah, for, honestly, for me, it was like, yeah, there's no way I'm not going to be able to see Jay-Z perform at least once. As long as I, I, at least, as long as I have at least one Jay-Z performance under my belt, I'll be happy. Obviously, I never got a chance to see Biggie perform, but... I think you've I've never seen, seen you never seen you never seen Jay Z perform. Are you talking to me? Yeah. No, I did. Oh, oh, okay. I'm saying say. no, but I'm saying I'm glad that I got an opportunity to see him mm-hmm. perform, so I can say at least I got to see him once, kind of thing. Like and, I got and, to see and, Michael and, Jordan play once when he came to Toronto. Like so, yeah, I can say too. like yeah, I saw, I saw Jordan play. So it's like thank God, kind I don't of thing. Think there's I have, anyone? I think I've seen everybody I want to see. I have a question for you, Ready Fox. Mm-hmm. Now that you've seen Jay Z perform once. Do you ever need to see him? Oh, of course not. Again? Listen, man, he's horrible. He's, the worst. he's, he's horrible great. as a performing. He's yeah, he's he's too cool. He's, he's too, too cool. cool for his own good, and that's yeah. just what it is. Like, and when they did the Jay Z Beyonce um, on the run tour, on the run tour, Jay Z felt like an interlude during Beyonce. Yeah, because he was an interlude. <laughs> he, that's exactly what he was. He was a pylon. To slow down Beyonce in between sets so Yo, that when, she can cha- do her wardrobe changes. You want to talk about an entertainer? Fucking Beyonce, bro. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. an entertainer, man. But even even if I didn't see Beyonce, I wouldn't say she's the person I want. I'm not. I don't really care for Beyonce like that. <laughs> You're ra- Yo, Nina, that's up to you, you Nina. Ratchet. You're that's just up to ratchet. You. That's up to you, Nina. <laughs> That's no, true. She's, she's just ratchet, man. That's but what it is. Beyonce is a once in a generation. I would see Young Jeezy. Ratchet. <laughs> Ratchet. Of course. That's if what they were talking about trapping and, and out in the streets, I don't want to hear it. No, there was a concert. There was a concert at Six Flags in New York. Um, a lot of people went over the border for it. It was like Meek Mill, um, like and just all these older guys. Like I think Young Jeezy was there and a bunch of other rappers too. And I was like, I actually would have enjoyed that, but 
Yeah. I don't know. Mm. I'm trying to think if there's an artist today that I, I saw J. Cole, so I'm happy for that. Thank you, Solitaire. Um, Mm. If it wasn't for Solitaire, I wouldn't have gotten a chance to see that. Mm. Um, Trying to think. I haven't seen Kendrick perform yet, so I would like to see that. Hmm. Uh, I think I think he's probably I've seen Tribe Called Quest perform, so I'm happy for that. Uh, I'm yeah, trying to I'm think. trying to think. I yeah, I, I don't so know. Concerts, you know, uh, concerts have. A, I enjoy concerts, but I've missed so I, I've missed so many they things don't, in my life. They're not a big not, deal to me, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like. I would say that if there, if I have a regret, it would definitely be never seeing Prince because yeah, I heard for sure it's phenomenal. It's the of best course. thing you've ever seen in life. <laughs> I saw Stevie Wonder, but the concert that I went to see him at, he was not, it was not the greatest. I saw Stevie Wonder too at OVO, the second OVO. <laughs> that's not, that's, that's definitely not the same. And I sat down, that was my break time. Oh, I'm, I'm so mad. It's I'm not, so it's not the same Stevie Wonder. It's some new no. kid, little Stevie, right? No, or something. That was when I was, that was the first OVO I went to. My aunt bought, bought me tickets. I was for my 16th birthday. So she took me to OVO. It was the second annual OVO. Uh, and then, yeah, then I went to, I think, three more after that. But Okay, so we're in the home stretch. Let's bring home it home. Home stretch, baby. Because yep. uh, I'm just still going to be up for a while editing after this is all said and done. Copy that. Hold on. Let me get my stuff set up here. Stop and it. And I'm going to give you some time before you trigger the black hole spotlight, right? Mm-hmm. Give it like 30 seconds. Yeah, just f- at least try to give me a... a a solid minute or whatever. A minute. Like, okay, yeah. Fig- yeah you'll, you'll figure it out and you'll get into a groove and figure out what your spiel is going to be like to give me the time to get myself organized. But, um, yeah, I just yeah. need that little bit of time. So, okay. Yeah. So, we are all set. Let us do the damn thing. <laughs> okay. Ready? Welcome back to the program, ladies and gentlemen. Hashtag every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. right here on Vibe 105, number one for hip hop, R&B, and the culture. Yours truly, Solitaire, DJ Ready Fox, No Better Nina. The squad is super tight. We are back on we are the radio. Back. We're back, baby. Good hello, As everybody. You... Good, Good hello. hello. <laughs> Good hello. And it's been it's been great. As you can see, we've got some new production elements to the show. We've rejigged the format. You know, we're, we're putting together the formula. It's getting mad scientifical over here. You know what I mean? And um, we're excited to be back on the radio, man. Vibe 105, so many different big things in store. And it's been really great. Um, and we've had a good time. We are, con- obviously, we're still continuing to do the podcast. For those of you who do listen, who have been listening to the podcast, hashtag uncensored. Uh, during our hiatus from the radio continue to do that uh we still have some content that won't be able to be aired on the radio because there's a little bit of cursing in there oh, from sure. time and there's to time exclusive stuff's about my simulation of a life yes exactly exactly <laughs> there's lots of other content so make sure that you do continue to the podcast version of the show and also continue to follow us as we will be posting some of the more remarkable articles that we mentioned throughout the show on our Twitter page at hashtag vibe one Oh five and clips from the show on our Instagram page with the same tag at hashtag vibe one Oh five. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for our weekly spotlight on black owned businesses, as well as outstanding members of the black community. Don't forget to hit us up. If you know of any exceptional black owned businesses or community members to highlight 
on our show. It is time for Black Owned Spotlight. Shining a light on a black owned business and outstanding members of the black community. BOS. BOS. Boss. Hashtag presents the Black Owned Spotlight. Now, this is appropriate for a black-owned spotlight. Ladies and gentlemen, we mentioned this last year. Uh, I can't remember if we were on the air at the time, but last year, it was the launch of Toronto Black Restaurant Week, which was a celebration of all the black-owned restaurants that you can visit throughout the city. And ladies and gentlemen, I am happy to report that it is back. It is the second annual Toronto Black Restaurant Week. If you're looking for information on different restaurants that you can discover in and around the city, the website is blackrestaurantweeks.com. So weeks is plural, obviously. And uh, yeah, this is a celebration. It's actually been going on this past week and it's coming to an end, I believe, on Monday. Okay. Uh, Monday. What's <laughs> uh, Monday? Yeah, the 17th. So it actually, sorry, it ends on Sunday. So you do have one a couple more days to get involved and visit some of the restaurants. Like I said, if you go to the west of the website, blackrestaurantweeks.com, they actually have them all over America and they have one in Toronto. And you can check the website. Like I said, we tweeted it out on our hashtag Twitter page at hashtag vibe one Oh five. So go to check out the link there and some of the restaurants to choose from, Uh, I'll give you a highlight of some of the ones that I know about that uh, have been getting rave reviews and are doing quite well. And the food and the ambiance are great. One of them is called FAM Restaurant. FAM is an acronym standing for food, art, and music. So obviously, you know what they're about. They offer a variety of cuisines from pub food, pasta dishes, as well as fusion fare. The website for FAM is FAM, F-A-M as in Mary foodartmusic.com so that's famfoodartmusic.com and Mm. you can also find them on Instagram their tag is at fam.foodartmusic they have events throughout the week they have uh, karaoke they also have networking opportunities for local artists, poets, comedians local bands, DJs that want to showcase their talent and also providing their guests with amazing ambiance and entertainment so that's one restaurant you could definitely check out that's as dope. well as, yeah. Have you ever heard of uh, nope. them? It's actually a shout out to Jason Bogle, uh, attorney. Uh, he is one of the owners of this spot and he's a good friend of, uh, of mine. So definitely shouts out to him. Have you heard, have you heard about this spot? Nope. Nina, would you be interested in showcasing uh, a networking with poets and comedians at fam? Yeah. Um, and I like the, the pop, the dishes is what got me yeah right <laughs> yeah i definitely i haven't had a chance to actually check it out but i've heard reviews about it and i've heard it's a great spot it's a great date spot as well if you're looking for some vibes and some entertainment uh next uh restaurant i would like to highlight is patty stop inc this is home of the loaded patty they have patties with beef chicken callaloo Ooh. mac and cheese that and sounds- jerk jackfruit okay mm, i might jerk try jackfruit. that Mac and you, cheese. you know what jackfruit is, Nina? Uh, I think so, but mac and cheese. Is jackfruit yeah. like breadfruit? I, I feel like it's kind of like the same kind of texture. Okay. I actually, so, uh, just as a quick aside, I found a recipe online for breaded, like it's supposed to be like chicken nuggets for vegans, it's, but it's fried jackfruit. 
And it looks actually pretty tasty. It has apparently the same kind of consistency. Mm. But anyway, if you're interested in getting some loaded patties, check out their Instagram at Patty Stop Inc. And one last restaurant, last but not least, is a restaurant that we have highlighted on our Black Owned Spotlight before. Caribbean Slice. They are North America's first Caribbean-infused pizzeria with a mission to fuse the world's most popular food, which is pizza, with the authentic and super flavorful taste of the Caribbean. I have eaten there the pizza with jerk, I think it's jerk jerk pepperoni, and I've also had one of, they also have a a stuffed patty as well. I see Reddy Fox turning up his face, but you have to understand (laughs) one thing about Reddy Fox, he's a particular kind of foodie because both of his parents are like Michelin star chefs. So he scores anything that's claimed to be delicious. Oh, hold on. I'm just saying jerk pepperoni (laughs) sounds different. I'm not... Don't let my face, you guys can't see my face, so you shouldn't be telling people what my face is doing. I have to, because I'm like, yo, how? what's wrong with jerk pepperoni? I don't know. Jerk pepperoni sounds, doesn't sound bad. It's sounds, a, it's the, I can tell you, as somebody who's had it, it is delicious. Okay, uh, yes, it probably is very delicious, <laughs> and I agree with it, and you guys should try it. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who are curious, uh, you can check out their website, CaribbeanSlice.ca, and they are also on Instagram. You can find them at CaribbeanSlice.ca. And that is our Black-owned spotlight. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, there's one day left to check out Toronto's second annual Black Restaurant Week. The website is BlackRestaurantWeeks.com. All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen... I want to pass the baton because, as you know, Nina and I aren't the uh, most avid sports fans in terms of keeping up to date with what's going on in baseball and what's going on in hockey and lacrosse and uh, what's going on with Brittany Griner in Russia. We don't know what's going on in sports, so we have Mm -hmm. to turn to our resident uh, expert in sports, Reddy Fox. I'm going to pass the baton over to him and let him keep us up to speed on what's going on in sports with this week's edition of Hashtag Sports. The news, the scores, the standings, and everything else. Hashtag presents, presents This Week in Sports. So much stuff to talk about. Is it is it that busy? You guys don't know anything. I do. I, I, I heard something about the Jays. Can I what, give you what, scoop? Tell me what you heard about the Jays. They fired their manager. Uh, yes. I heard that too. Okay. Where'd you hear there that? You, you heard that on uh, Shade I Room, Mina? I on Twitter. Oh, so not Shade Room. No. You didn't hear about it on Shade Room. Okay. <laughs> would they cover that on Shade Room? No. Isn't they Shade wouldn't. Room American? They wouldn't that, cover Toronto Sports. Every time room. we ask, you know, where did you hear that from? <laughs> Nine out of ten times the answer is Shade Room. So <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, we're gonna get to baseball news in a sec. So I just okay. go in order of the sports I care about the most. So we, we are starting with the NHL. <laughs> so <laughs> that just tells you I care about hockey the least. But the least. anyways, so this is our first time back doing sports here on Vibe 105. And so we'll just reiterate that the Leafs did not win the Stanley wow, Cup. Wow, shocker. Yeah, thanks, Nina. And, um, you know, we spoke about this. Shut up, Nina. <laughs> we spoke about this before because if you guys have been listening to the show, Nina, every opportunity she can, she throws slack and shade towards the, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Because it's nothing but facts. Judas. Traitor. But... Nina actually said if the Leafs won the Stanley Cup, she would go to the parade. I would. 
Why not? You're a monster. <laughs> Two face. You know what? You know what makes me really angry when I see people in the gym with shorts that say "Leaves Forever." I literally burst out laughing. <laughs> like you're so stupid. Why are you doing this to yourself? We can't it's turn so off Nina's here. mic right now, but we would if we could. <laughs> Anyways, news in uh, Leafs Nation this week. The Leafs actually parted ways with uh, Jack Campbell, their goalie. He wound up signing with the Edmonton Oilers. And um, they signed two-time Stanley Cup winner Matt Murray and Ilya Samsonov uh, for their goalies. So I don't know if uh, Matt Murray's going to make a difference. Like he's, I don't know if he's passed his prime or not. So we'll see. But a lot of people are saying this is kind of like a do-or-die thing for um, the GM there of the Leafs. Um, his name is uh, escaping me right now. But... Man, you guys, our aspirations shouldn't be to just get out of the first round, but that's where we are right now. So until we get out of the first round, we're not making any progress. How can we even hope to win the cup if we can't even get out of the first round? Obviously, right? So, um, you know, Jack Campbell, he started out great at the beginning of the season. And slowly as the season went along, his numbers got a bit worse and worse. And he hasn't (laughs) had a couple of good showings in the playoffs as well. So... We'll see if Matt Murray can be the answer to what ails the Leafs. All right. Moving mm-hmm. on to baseball. And yes, Solitaire Nina, you guys were correct. Yeah. News in the Blue Jays this week was that the fi- the Jays fired their manager, Charlie Montoya. And, and it in- came out of the blue, too. Not everybody was expecting it. Uh, people were calling for his him to be fired because the, oh, the, really? J- the Jays have been underperforming for the amount of talent that we have on this team. We're still sitting in fourth place in the AL East. The... The Yankees, though, they're like, they're out of control, man. They're far and above the best team in baseball currently, sitting at first place want, with the best record in baseball. What are you I wonder if that has anything to do with the fact that they have the deepest pockets in baseball. Sort of, <laughs> kind of, but again, yeah, it kind of can play a role, definitely. But um, yeah. still, the Yankees, they're just the Yankees. The Red Sox are in second place, Tampa Bay's in third, and there we are sitting in fourth place, and we got Baltimore coming up on our heels now, too. So, um. Montoya, he lasted four seasons with the Jays. He took over from John Gibbons, and now he's gone. And uh, the Jays actually had two games this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, against Philly here in Toronto. And they won both games, 4-3 to three and 8-2, to two, Tuesday and Wednesday. And they started, they started a four-game series this weekend with the Kansas City Royals. So that's ongoing this weekend. And the All-Star game is right around the corner. It's coming up this week. We The Jays are sending four players, four players to the uh, NBA, the uh, MLB um, all-star game Alex Manoa uh, Alejandro Kirk uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and George Springer they are all going to the all-star game so that's going to be dope and then after Sick. this weekend series we have the all-star break and then the Jays get back at it on Friday when they start a three-game series with the Boston Red Sox next week all right so let's get into what I care about mm-hmm. your and mine and everybody's beloved Toronto Raptors because Raptors. yo I yo Straight up, the NBA offseason is the best offseason out of all pro sports. There, you can't tell me that the other pro sports offseasons are as nearly as entertaining as the NBA is. So mm. the big news for NBA free agency this year has been that Kevin Durant demanded or asked. I don't know if he demanded or asked, but he wants out of Brooklyn, basically. So He's so messy, man. He's <laughs> so messy. Listen, man, he's doing what he wants to do. So we'll see what happens with that. But that threw the whole NBA into a tizzy now because obviously everybody wants to get Kevin Durant on their team. But the asking price coming from Brooklyn is through the roof. They want your first born. They want 
They want everything they can get from you. So it's a catch-22. If you trade Kevin Durant to a team and take everything from that team, is that team really going to be able to contend for a title, even though they have Kevin Durant, but they gave up all their other big pieces or whatever? So he still has four years left on his contract. And the three teams that have been constantly being mentioned as having a shot at getting Kevin Durant is Phoenix, Miami, and Toronto. So Toronto's for real, eh? Yes, sir. Come on, bro. Masai Ujiri, <laughs> he, he's putting together an amazing team. Like, the NBA recognizes this. And we could give away two or three pieces and still be able to contend if we had Kevin Durant. So, mm. But the thing is that Brooklyn wants Scotty Barnes. And yeah. Masai said, no way. <laughs> no, of course so, not. So I think that kind of takes us out of the running. But, again, Brooklyn... They might get desperate as time goes on. You don't want a disgruntled star on your team, you know, by the time training camp starts up and all that stuff. So we're going to see how that goes. Um, yeah. Also, speaking of the uh, Raptors, I'm going to skip over some news. But I do have a bit of audio to play because uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago, because of this whole Kevin Durant thing, this clown at Fox Sports by the name of Chris Broussard basically, yeah. you know, spoke out of his butt talking about how African-Americans don't want to come to Toronto because uh, African-Americans don't feel comfortable in Toronto because it's like it's not America. It just feels different when they're in Toronto. Yeah, he doesn't I heard think, about this. Yeah, he doesn't think Kevin Durant would want to be in Toronto and all that stuff. So some players that have played for Toronto came, spoke out on Twitter saying how he's out of pocket. Like Rondé Hollis Jefferson, he said he played for Toronto for a year and he was like, nah, when you come to Toronto, Canadians love you like one of their own and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Even Richard Jefferson who didn't play for Toronto, but he's come played against us. And, you know, he's become quite a media figure on ESPN. He said he's never met a player that didn't have anything but good things to say about Toronto. And this week, Vince Carter himself, one of the greatest Raptors of all time, spoke on his podcast about it. This is what he had to say. Let's listen to the audio. But one thing Toronto is not is an awkward city for an African-American. <laughs> Let me tell you. You know, it's it just, and it's disappointing because I, I know I've seen Chris Broussard there before and, you know, it's okay to visit, but live there. Well, I re-up there. There's other players who, who re-up there. There's p p players who are dying to, to, to get to Toronto, saying Toronto one, was one of the best kept secrets, which was, I'm well documented saying that 20 years ago. And, and it's just, it's just disappointing to hear, hear that. Uh, I'm just like, where, where do you get, where do you get that information from? Who has, who, what players have you quoted? You know, is that your personal opinion? No, it's not America. Well, there's a lot of players who said when they go there, it feels just like that. It feels like a clean, uh, a cleaner uh, city in, in America. So there you go. Vince mm -hmm. Carter himself. So I hope Chris Broussard, he's not going to address this ever again. He, of he, course not. So, but I just, again, the way the media, especially in the United States, talks about Toronto and Canada in general, is just, you guys are just xenophobic. You're haters. You're just haters. You got hateration in your blood or whatever and all that stuff. So um, we're going to see how this all plays out for the uh, NBA free agency where Kevin Durant winds up staying. I have a feeling he's going to wind up staying in Brooklyn. Anyway, so uh, the Summer League has been going on this uh, last couple of weeks, and it's been fun to see. Jeff Doughton is someone to look at to see if he's going to make a roster spot. We have three roster, roster spots available on the team training camp is going to start september 27th and then the uh preseason will start october 4th against mm. philadelphia by the way as well so um yeah that's pretty much it for sports but uh i'm just so excited i can't wait to see what happens and again the whole nba is kind of in a purgatory right now until we see what happens with kevin durant 
And yeah. um, it's just, it's been pretty crazy, but it's been hella entertaining for the off season for the NBA as it has always been. So that is it for sports. All right, ready. And I, I, one thing I would say about Vince Carter, uh, it it is kind of, it's, it's bittersweet to hear him talk about Toronto that way now, mm-hmm. but at the time when he was leaving, it was also, you know, there was there was some it's, unkind words. No, as well. be, yeah, because of how he left and whatever, yeah. and what yeah. he left before. But that that's so that's ancient history because all sure. those bad feelings got mended, and when he came back and before he retired, he was getting and standing then they did ovations the and the whole nine. Like all of that's in the past now. And the thing too that made what Chris Broussard say so idiotic is that he was basing his take on the pre-Masai Ujiri days about African-American players not wanting to be in Toronto. Bro, Masai's been running the team for 10 years now, and we're talking about a current free agency season. So why are you even saying this stuff? Like, he was quoting Tracy McGrady and Vince Carter as people that left, or Chris Bosh. That's ancient history for us. Like, especially if you're talking about before Masai Ujiri was running the team. So, anyways... Yeah, that's facts. Foolishness. Yeediot things that. Yeediot things that. Yeah. That's facts. All right, ready? Well, thanks for all the hot takes on what's going on in sports news. So now when I go out into the world this week, I know exactly what to say. Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, is our last segment of the show. Holy moly. It is our first show back. It's so exciting. It feels so good. It's been flowing. It actually feels like it went by pretty quick. But uh now it's time to hand the microphone back over to little sis, no better Nina, who's going to bring home this show today with her take on what's happening this week. It's time for No Better Take. This is Hashtags No Better Take with No Better Nina. Okay, Nina. Oh, what have we got on the docket? This one is a little spicy. Okay. Spicy. So, uh, someone tweeted, their friend called them to vent. She got into an argument with her husband because he said he was inviting, inviting some guys over. She claims he got drunk and fell asleep without calling her. Or he claims, sorry. He got drunk and fell asleep without calling her. Now, in the morning, she pulled more details out of him. He's acting like she's tripping. So, the question is, for married couples, let's pretend we're all married at this point. No, that's <laughs> Sure, okay. <laughs> not to each other, just married in general. No, I mean, just, yeah, just married in Yeah, sorry. Get it. Go okay, ahead. anyways. Is it okay to have a gathering at your house when your spouse is out of town and invite guests of the opposite sex that your spouse doesn't know and you didn't inform or ask them prior to? It's guys and girls. Everyone's drinking until the hours of the morning. What is your response? That is spicy. Is it? It's not spicy. I feel like that's a spicy for... meatball right there, ready for? Okay, well you answer. No. It's not a big not deal. Okay, right? it, 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 Wait, it's not a big deal or it's not okay? It's not a big deal. It's perfectly fine. Especially if there's trust between you and your spouse, what are you worried about your spouse inviting people over? That you don't know. Why do you need to know the people? Like, do you have to know every single person that your spouse knows? If it's your married house, yes. I don't want <laughs> random people up in my house. If you trust your spouse, you trust their judgment in terms of who they're going to invite into your home. This sounds like a young person thing to me. (laughs) (laughs) It does. It does sound like a young person thing. I don't know. What do you say, Solitaire? Uh, You know what? I'm going to sound like a broken record whenever it comes to these no better takes, but I think context is everything. But I would would actually say yes. I think... um, It matters, right? I guess it matters... (sighs) 
if you are in a relationship and you have a little bit of trust issues or you have a little bit of insecurities, then maybe that's not the best situation. But for me, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm married to you, like if I took those vows, I would, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt that if you're going to do something like that, that it's not going to be an issue and it shouldn't be anything I have to worry about. I agree with Reddy. I feel like this is a, a young, either a young person thing or an insecure person's thing where Absolutely. You're, you're not really getting married for the right reasons. Cause this should not, you should not have to have a trust issue if they're having a part and it's at your house. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, one of us no. has trust issues and I think she's about to tell us how she feels about it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Listen, man, if we are married and I'm out of town and you are not telling me that you were having a gathering at our house, where it's like i'm a big energy person bro i don't want random people coming up in my house and random girls who your spouse is out of town listen girls are shady and girls are sneaky and girls will try things okay i'm not dealing with it no the answer i'm glad glad you said it not me my 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 husband will know that this is a no-go because i listen i am very much a do unto others you would do unto your as you want Mm -hmm. to yourself whatever so i would never do that in a million years that's embarrassing for me to wake up the next morning and find out via social media or because somebody else is texting me like yo what the hell was your husband doing having this girl and this girl and this girl over at his house before in the morning they were trying to holler at him blah, blah. no 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 the answer mm-hmm. is no never <laughs> see, I, that, see you, if you, i know them if i know them and i like them fine i'm fine with it but t- you want to tell me you're doing this stuff you can't not tell me and again i think that you raise an important point because you're if you're in a marriage you are to know that your spouse is going to be okay or not okay with that exactly. situation exactly so i agree with that yeah. yeah. So, but oh. again, see, but it all comes down to trust. It really hey, does. But- Nina, I've heard lots of women say this too. Women don't trust other women. I don't know what it is that you guys have, but it, exactly. it, that's what because it is. Because they know oh, last women. Summer, last summer, remember I was telling you guys, I was going out with my men and girls were trying to talk to him in front of me. I'm like, are you stupid? Right. That's fine. <laughs> and that's disrespectful on those women's part. But if you trust your man, does it really make a difference when it's all said and done? Because if you trust your man and you're in a relationship, everything should be fine. You can't always control what other people are going to do. Just have yeah. trust in your spouse. And it's and, the and, and, and for the record, Nina, men do that too. Men try to like, yeah, somebody, your he, girl someone did come up to me when he went to the bathroom. Men and women, we're just scumbags all, all together on the dating scene. It, you know, it's all, I just you need know, to find the male version of me and then I'll be okay. Then maybe yeah. I won't have trust issues then. Maybe. Okay. Well, anyway. I'm curious to what some of these responses were. Yeah. Okay. So first person said, like I was saying, your marital home is sacred. And if your spouse doesn't understand that much, it's a bigger issue. Another person said, wait, this is my house too. So I can't have company if you're not around. Um, you're not my parent. I'll inform you, but I'm not asking permission to do mm-hmm. anything in a place where I pay bills. That's fine. But inform me. Um, okay. So Nina, <laughs> just when you say inform me, so what is it that you need to be informed about? Tell me that you're having a, don't not tell me you're having a gathering and all of a sudden I just think you went to bed and no party happened, nothing. And I okay. find out the next day, so you, tell me you're having people over. And do you also need to know who the people are that are coming over? Yeah. And I'm going to be watching the doorbell to see who's coming inside and out of the house. So if they tell you a couple of names that you've never heard before. I'm going to say, who the are these people? And then I agree need- with that, Reddy. I think that's reasonable. And and the part that I, 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 I did skip over is that they didn't inform 
Yeah. Maybe not ask. Okay, it's your house too, so you don't have to ask. But I think it's a respect thing. It has nothing to do with trust. It's like, hey, um, I spoke to my friends and we want to just have like a little gather. I just thought I'd let you know. I think that's fair. To me, I know we're running out of time, but to me, leaving out information is sneaky and you're trying to hide something versus if you just tell me what you're doing. Mm -hmm. When you're not telling me stuff, and you're leaving out information, you're not lying about it, but you're also not saying anything about it when you should have. It's sneaky. You're trying to hide something. Um, yeah, last couple of responses. Uh, the only way you're going to get through to a man is to be a spitting mirror image of him so he can see and understand why you feel the way you feel. <laughs> <laughs> True. And yeah, the last person, my issue is always omitting, my issue is in, omitting information that both affects the people involved, regardless if they're out of town, out the house, or out the country. It's respect. It's the principle. This screams so much suspicion. Hmm. Well, there you go, man. That's no better take. Well, ladies and gentlemen, spicy as she predicted, but trust is the spice of any relationship. So make sure that you're with somebody that you trust and you're compatible with. But that's all we got time for today. Our first show in the books, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Follow us on our social medias, Twitter and Instagram at hashtag Vibe105. And we will be back next Saturday and every Saturday right here on Vibe 105, number one for hip-hop, R&B, and the culture. On behalf of Reddy Fox and No Better Nina, we are out. Peace. I think that was fucking great. I think it was good, too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's good. How do you feel about it, Reddy? Yeah, sure. I think with the cues and everything, and and now that I'm I'm like more aware of giving you time to to trigger off those um mm-hmm. those beds, yeah, the, I think it, it actually helps a lot. Yeah, the only time you need to really be cognizant of it that you keep on that's been Politics two weeks now. No, no music news because he just oh. comes in and then he's like, "Now let's go to Nina," and I'm just like, "Hey, man, come on." <laughs> Give me a minute. Okay, I got that. That was the only, yeah, that that's was the, the only one that I forgot only, about. That's the only time when you haven't, because you remember after I have to yell at you about it, but you don't do it for the first couple of segments because you don't get a chance to. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, All right. Well, shit. Listen, podcasters, these shows, uh, we're not going to have too much to say afterwards because it's ending mad late. It. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we appreciate y'all. Any last words? No, man. So you don't you don't even want to give the podcast listeners anything at the end of the show. You really just want to bounce how's, on them how's, like this. How 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 how's dating life going? <laughs> I went out on my first dating app. Okay, last and week. How was it, it was cool. It was cool. It was good. We had a good time. We went out for dinner. Where'd you go? We had a drink. Went to Earl's. Earl's, What's okay. Earl's? We were we were Earl's, gonna go. No, Earl's, Earl's is a you know, regular like restaurant. Restaurant. You know, never heard of Earl's. Chain it's restaurants. like Moxie's, just okay. Earl's. Yeah, I've yeah, never heard of it, but sure. What kind of food? It's do they like serve one of there? those West Coast West Coast transplants. Like it started out, I think, in like Alberta or something, and they came out here maybe like ten years ago. So just like a normal restaurant, like a Moxie's type thing. Yeah, exactly. like that pastas, burgers, yeah. oh, okay. lettuce wraps, and the food's good. Yeah, it was cool. This thing, you know, they have whatever. Maybe so, are you getting the, fair so, and pasta? So, where there will there be a second date? Oh, yeah. You know what? By by uh, by default, yes, because it was it was cool. But I will say, um, it's not it's a it's not to me it's an unnatural 
way because you can't really you can say that somebody looks attractive they look good on in a picture but like you mentioned reddy fox and anybody who is an in-person type of you know what i mean from that generation there's no you can't really tell if there's that spark there's that certain something that connection you know you what i mean you should know that from the first date i think i think you well should there, well i could tell you that it, there was there wasn't that like that whatever that spark is that it factor it wasn't there because it was kind of like maybe I had my blockers up because I was just like I hope she looks like she says that that her yeah. pictures. So she catfished she like. you? No, she did. She actually. I'm saying these are the things I'm going into it with. She did catch catfish you? No, she did not. Oh, okay. She, she she was who she was, and she looked like how the pic- her pictures depicted her. It was good in that sense, but I think that personality is what. Beyond seeing somebody that's attractive outdoors, it's usually like that introduction, that first line or that first thing that you say, that's usually what triggers the chemistry. Whereas this one, you're kind of like you're picking someone based on a couple of comments that they make on their page and how good their pictures look. But then when you sit down and you first interact, it feels very transactional. Yeah, Dude, you're stressing me out. I'm... Listen, I okay, so I've been out the last two weekends and like I'm like, you know what? Because I want to meet people in person, but yes, it's not the right kind of people, like, and it's just, and then it's like, but then it's like, I don't want to go on these dating apps, and I also think (laughs) I forgot how to talk to people. (laughs) (laughs) That's not even a joke, that's facts. I, I I told my friend I think a guy is cute, and she went and told him, and then he came and grabbed me, whatever. And then he's like, "Why don't you just come tell yourself?" I'm like, "I don't know what I said. I have I said I have hashtag anxiety. I fucking said that. You said hashtag anxiety. (laughs) Anxiety. (laughs) That is hilarious. Okay, like, and then I don't know. I just it's just not the right kind of people, though. Like, it's not the right kind of people. It depends on where you're going. If you're trying to meet people at the club or at these like events. It's got to be that's you got that's where you got to got to stretch yourself. But the thing about how to talk to people, listen, this is what I say is people are people just have a conversation, talk about shit that you like. And if they respond and if they can if they can hold a conversation, it's like tennis. They volley it back and forth. Yeah, that's all it is. Don't try to overthink it, man. It's this idea of how do you talk to people? How do you talk to anybody that you just met in a work context or in a situation where you're, you know, you're meeting think, somebody new. It's, I think I just got to start going up to people myself now, like, and just making the moves because I'm, I think I'm missing, maybe I'm missing. I, hey, that's girls. I, you guys, that's a, that's a, women should take a note. Out of that. Thank you. I was just going to say, really do have you guys see, see, but see, that's the thing. You guys are women. You guys piss us, piss me off because it's just, the onus has always been on the guys to always make the first move to, I'm telling you, you guys, Think you guys think you'd get shot down? You really probably won't. You really mm. probably the only reason why a guy won't talk to you, even if he may not even find you attractive per se, it's gonna be because he's in a relationship. That's pretty much the only reason. Otherwise Or he doesn't think you're attractive. Don't forget yeah, that. That's this yeah, is but, a little faster. But again, because I will say on hinge, just, just not to cut you, but on hinge where I'm at, there's definitely like it's it's similar to real life in that. You want somebody who doesn't want you, and there's somebody who wants you that you don't That's want. That's fine. So yeah. I'll get requests from women, and I'm like, uh, like uh, but no. on average, girls get asked or approached way more than guys do. And I think when a guy does get approached, he's not going to be nearly as mean about it as women can be 
in that situation towards guys. So even if he doesn't find you attractive, it's not going to be a horrible situation where he's going to like you're going to feel horrible because he turns you down or whatever. Like I will, I will take it personally. And I'll probably cry about it. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Nina, I think uh, you're you are not you definitely don't fall in that category where you're going to have problems finding I hope somebody. Not. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you do. You don't have to worry about that. I was saying, if you're on Hinge, if you were to go on Hinge, you would be a, the the one of like the first three pictures for any guy that <laughs> signs it, up. Nina. You'd be like one of the first. Do it, three Nina. Pictures. Just just I've go been, on to Hinge. I've been toying with the idea all this week. After this was the second yeah. time I went out, and Can you I please because then this will give us more stuff to talk about on the podcast <laughs> because it'll be amazing. The stories. Yeah, okay, how about I talk to, to be way how, about, Nina. how about by the next episode? Hopefully, if I see my gym crush again. Because I haven't seen him in a while. I'll talk to him. Because we, okay, he walks around and he just stares at me. And then I stare at him. And then I look away and I look back and he's still staring at me. And I'm like, smile or something. Like, no, you know what you do, Nina? I'll tell you what you do because you have all the power. Deadlift in front of him. Just wait. And the thing is, here's here's what you do. Tell me if this works. Walk We're by the shortest and... shorts. We're your Daisy Dukes. No, 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 no. We're your don't, Daisy don't... Dukes and do deadlifts no, in front don't of them. Pro- if anything, <laughs> that, that's going to send the wrong message. Wait, what do I do? You said I have all the power? Yeah, you have all the power. All you have to do, Nina, is just walk by him and say, what's up? Don't try. Don't stop and try to talk to him. Just say what's up. And the next time you've opened oh. the door for him to greet you, and that's how you do it. Uh... Take that from a guy. I if, if a girl my, comes and says, is, what's up to me at the gym? What's up? And, and then just keeps it What's moving? up and lick your lips. <laughs> <laughs> this is the well, one guy, too, that none of my friends who work at the gym know. Of course. They knew everybody else. Except, except for this one guy. Of course. That's I'm how it has you, to be. Man, if you're, if you're <laughs> looking to work up the nerve, just say hello. That's right. all you got to oh. do. Hey, oh, what's up? How are you? I I'm can't believe you. I told this other guy I have hashtag anxiety. Who the fuck says that? That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, Nina. He still kept talking to me. He spent the whole day with me, but still, I was like, yeah, mm. oh, yeah, man. You, yeah. You never All right, disappoint. well, yo, that's so that's your task for this week. Okay. I want you to just okay. say hi to him, and don't. I'm telling you, don't say anything else. Don't try to be like. Imagine to he listens around. to the podcast. If if he if like let him let him try to keep you there. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. throw the hook out. What's up? And just keep it moving, and then, then he'll he and then he'll try to keep it pushing. Okay, fine. I'll That's try. good advice. That's pretty good advice. All right, I'll do. I'll do it. I'll do it. I will All do right. It. I just have to see him now. Yeah, you're gonna see him. Okay. All right, podcasters, we appreciate y'all. We're tired, and we're gonna go to sleep. Well, Reddy's got some work to do because Reddy's <laughs> our our hashtag soldier in the field. That's fine. Sorry, that's okay. And um, yeah, man, we're out. Peace. All right, bye. Recording stopped.